Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up, what up? She back. It should be working when you work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The technology works when yeah, you work it. You know how to work it. <laughs> Rose Podcast Sub will be back. Uh, today is November something. 29th? Maybe? 8th? 7th. One of them. Yeah. November 27th. Uh, we are recording on a Sunday, which we haven't done in a little bit, but recording on a Sunday for Monday. And... Uh, that's what we need to start doing so we can drop early Monday. Exactly. Get these people off our back. Yeah, 5 a.m. Monday. Yeah. I did a drop the other day of 5 a.m. something. Put I think it was probably Throwback Thursday or something like that. No, it was the episode from uh, that we put out. Mm-hmm. When it, was, it was like, let's drop right on time on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just like, yeah. So, you know, people got uh, obligations, life. They trying to get through stuff like that. So, uh, you know, we got to make sure we get this uh, media out in the streets for them, man. Uh Everybody probably just finished celebrating Thanksgiving. I just had a trash ass Thanksgiving. Yo, yo, I, I, I'm going there. I didn't take one plate. Nothing. I had a zero. I got some food bought to me, and I haven't even touched. I'm like, I'm throwing that shit out tomorrow. Like, I, I don't want it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have anything. Man. I, yo, I, I'm. I've gotten there. Yo, I don't want it. You no, know my break. You no, know my Thanksgiving dinner was two breakfast sandwiches. Oh, it was super damn bad <laughs> yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I at least had this shit on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have Thanksgiving at all. Yeah, no. But I'm just over the food as a whole. And Thanksgiving now has gotten to the point. I got there the other day. It was ribs. I'm like, yo. Yeah. That's some shit my papa do. <laughs> yeah, it was ribs. <laughs> it was pulled pork. It's like, yo, this is a hoot nanny. This, this ain't Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, I've gotten there, man. Like, I'm, I'm just, the combination of yams, stuffing, Mac and cheese, cabbage, greens. I'm going there. It's it's 400 years ago. Yeah, it so feels like it's that. dated. It's dated. It's dated. And you know we have a tendency, you know, not on some bragging or talking shit, but we eat fairly good. Yeah, me and you go out to eat all the time. Literally, I went out with Kevin Dumber the day after we went to the lot. You 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 were yeah, that was bad. I, I got to smoke myself. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, I, I I eat good every day. Yeah. So to 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 like, you know, go back to the cotton fields of greens <laughs> and, and, and and ham hocks and cashews. And what I've realized, I think, over the years is that the food, the slate of food for Thanksgiving is so simple that it's so easy to fuck it up. And the slightest missing ingredient or lack of this or too much that or whatever or just ruin your whole experience. I'm going there. I think the 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 reality that people have evolved in money and and technology and things. Yeah. It's made it to where now we're just trying shit and the essence of what it was is gone. Out the window. Like, if I could get some macaroni and cheese that was like the macaroni and cheese from back in the day, like baked. You remember that macaroni and cheese that was like, it was one piece? Like, you could pick it up like this. Like, that one piece of macaroni and cheese, it'd be like, all right, cool. But now the mac got so, 
It's so much fucking cheese in the macaroni now. Yeah, the, the mac is super macked up. You know when you like warm up the food, the macaroni and cheese be like soggy and shit? Yeah. If it's on a paper plate, you got to clean the microwave. Because <laughs> that shit don't leak through the fucking plate. It just, it's not a good job, man. Yeah, I'm over it. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly over I'm it. I'm over it, man. I hope everybody's Thanksgiving was good. I hope y'all got to spend time with your people. See you know what I peeped this year? I don't know if you've seen it. Social media, I've seen way less plates this year. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I enjoy like I'm going to go there. Posting, you know how people post the pictures of like all the food on the table? Yeah. Whispers, we all eating the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, whispers, greens is not no new invention. Yeah. And the videos of people trying to go viral this year with the cooking the greens in the bathtub. Or did you see the one girl was soaking them in the washing machine? And it's just yeah. like, I hate. <laughs> Since we're on the topic of Thanksgiving, Philadelphians spent their Thanksgiving lined up at Target. Let's yeah. just go ahead and do let's it. Just, like, let's do it. <laughs> let's just get let's jump it. into it. Minute three. <laughs> let's let's do it. it. Uh, Philadelphia women and some men are completely out of their fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, in the words of uh, my man Reddy, Philadelphia is a black Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> and he made the and he made and he made the distinction. Just one black just Air one, Force One. It's, like, it's the display Air Force yeah. One at City Blue. Like, oh, that's shit. Philadelphia. Me and Jules went in the uh, House of Hoops at KOP. Wherever sneaker store we go to, yo, what y'all got the 15? Boy came out with all these boxes. We was like, oh, shit, they got the 15s. He pulled the first joint. It was like a, like a New Balance. Like, what's the skinny New Balance? I think they like 320s. Uh, oh, the 524s or whatever? No, 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 no. The, the ones that say the uh, they say the end real big on the side and got oh, the patch Oh, I know what you're talking about. They like 327s. They, okay. He, it was a pair of those. I was like, no. Then he had like some other New Balance. I was like, no, and I was like, they all the same box was they? He was like, they black forces. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> I was like, why do you have that video? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh with with that in mind, you know, it, it it made perfect sense why the situation unfolded the way it is. Uh we're very ghetto, very very yeah, gutted. Yeah, man. Uh we yeah. totally lack couth. And we and collectively, <laughs> everyone has the attention. I heard that the yeah, and, and collectively, everyone has the attention span of an ant. Yeah. And, you know, there was just certain context clues in the initial video that he posted while hilarious that told you once you get here and it's already 15 people in line, turn your ass around. You, you out. You out. It's 15. But in the words of my man, uh, Jamil Harrison, Coco, the godfather of Philly nightlife, everybody's VIP. Yeah. So niggas' whole thing is, man, I know I know somebody up in yeah. here. My man running the line. We getting in. We getting something. Ain't no way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was low selling for four months. Upgraded for I'm. We getting in this, John. It's that sort of shit. There was, a, there was a video posted by a gentleman. We won't mention because he doesn't sponsor the show. He said, show up to Target. Fifth and Spring Garden, I'm buying the first 15 women. Two carts. Two carts. If it's hanging on the cart, if it's in the cart, if it's, it's around the cart. It's yours. It's yours. Check out, I'm cashing you out. Now, while this video was created, you have to take into the account that there is nothing in the parking lot. <laughs> Nobody. No one. No humanity whatsoever. No, no. And, you, and there's, a, there's an apartment complex right there, and there was still no humanity. You have to also world. note that... He came into the parking lot, dropped off the cameraman, and then left the parking lot yeah. to drive back into the parking lot. Either that or pulled up, looked around, was like, yo, homeless boy, let me holler yeah. at you. 
<laughs> Your home try, you try to make a dub real quick? Yeah. You know how to point and click, man? My favorite part of the whole thing was as he's walking up to the dark, he said, Oh, you here for the thing? She don't know what's she going don't on. Know what's going- <laughs> <laughs> she don't know what's going on. How <laughs> she know what's going on if you make it the video, right? <laughs> oh, my you here God. for the thing? And she don't know what's going on. That was hilarious. But he posted the thing and then he posted She don't know what's going on. <laughs> that was hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing off of that. Oh. You hear for the thing? Oh, she don't know what's going on. <laughs> he gets to the joint. Boom, it's closed. Because this is the second biggest holiday in America. This is closed. Yeah. Go back to the panorama. Target and Walmart announced during the panorama that they would no longer be open on Christmas or Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Because of the panorama. And they kept that in place after said panorama. <laughs> right, right. That shit is done. The groundwork is laid already. They're never it's open again. a solid again. foundation right on never the floor. Never open again. I knew that already, I guess, because, you know, I'm a human. Responsible I don't, adult. I don't know. I just <laughs> yeah, knew yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Have working uh, internet access. Shit yeah, like that. you know. So, I guess a few women show up, and he started to cash him out. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, he said, yo, the store closed. In the words, I'm in the cash word, all in, out. In the words of my favorite pimp on American Pimp Phoenix, you got to sock it to my pocket like a skyrocket. You know, that's where he got that from. That's yeah. American <laughs> Pimp. So it's like, yeah, you know, he socked it to their pocket like a skyrocket as he did, as he should. Gave him some cash, some $50 bills, you know, y'all do y'all thing. Jump back in the machine. Jump back in the, in the <laughs> machine and, you know, went and got ready for, you know, the dumpster tomorrow, whatever the fuck was going on. And Philadelphians flocked, I mean, flocked to the target after seeing that. And I, I was flabbergasted. It looked like one of the slave ships docked and then oh. let the slaves. Like, it, it, it felt like Ellis Island. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It felt like the de-shipping at yeah. Ellis Island. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Because not only was the place closed, Said gentleman told y'all the place was closed in the video, but nobody made it that far, apparently. And then when y'all got there and seen it was closed, nobody had the wherewithal to be like, damn, this joint closed, we out. Yeah, let me get back to this roast. The police had to come. Dog, dog. To remove you, Nick. The Philadelphia Police Department had to dispatch <laughs> officers. On holiday. On Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh, units, please respond. <laughs> we got a melee going on at the Target Fifth and Spring Garden. And the craziest part was, even after uh, all of those people showed up, the vast majority of the lot was still empty. So I think y'all just walked here from, from like 7th and Fairmount Project. Yo. Y'all just walked here. It was like, oh, damn, what's going on? Oh, yeah, no, we round there. That's, that's the hood. Barb had a tweet that went viral. It was like, if your chick is out there, get a new one. Yeah. It's, 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 it's it, it was giving that a little bit. Yeah, it, this was, uh, if your chick is out there, get a new one weekend <laughs> in Philadelphia. Somebody uh, who, who's uh, alumni of the show who shall remain nameless posted in his close friends last night. He said, tonight is the night you find out if your bitch a dick eater or not. <laughs> <laughs> tonight is the night. <laughs> oh, man. It, 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 it wasn't a, a good look. You know what I'm saying? Now, shout out to said gentleman and other gentlemen and alumni of the show. Yeah. You know, Kevin Hearn. Like, shout out to people. Yeah, Boona. 
yeah, pulled they, up. They came back the next day, got people right. You know, when it was shit. open. That's you know, the, and that's I, I, I genuinely, I don't think it was no fuck around player. No, it wasn't. It was I, that was that was my thing. And I'm not gonna sit here and hate and be na- like, no, I really think it was like, yo, I'm going. I legitimately think he tried to do some cool shit for the community. I think that somebody had brought it to my attention that the day before he was like, all the ladies just pull up at Target. I'm lacing y'all, and I'm just like, I think he realized like that's a little bit too ambitious. Right. I forget how many followers I got and how big my reach is. Let me dial this shit back. Mm-hmm. 15 ladies. You know what I'm saying? He basically 15 ladies. Even if y'all spend a stack apiece, whatever, 15,000, charge it to the fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. Charge it to the game, write it off on taxes. Right. Whatever the case may be. It's the end of the year. Niggas is looking for deductions like a motherfucker. So it might have been one of them Jones. But it's like he, there's no feasible way for him to service every single woman of Philadelphia no. with two carts. Of anything, no. And this is the, one of the, the smaller targets, the boutique targets. They ain't even got no home, no garden center. Yeah. So ain't no home. They only got three air fryers in the whole yeah, spot. Yeah. It's only, it's only, and, and and one of them say oyster. You know what I'm saying? It's only two ninjas. <laughs> right. So it's like you know it, it. While ambitious and 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 hella decent, it just wasn't thought out. Yeah, and it, it just, and it and it went awry, and I think he underestimated how psycho Philadelphians are and how underserved and in need these communities are. Yes. And the fact that there's an element of shysterism also of people that don't need your shit will jump in line to get some free shit if it's free. So it's like when you add all of those uh, situations up and you put them in a nice gumbo, you put the oven on uh on, on 8 out of 10, yeah. I mean the, the stove on 8 out of 10 and you get that shit cooking, at some point it will spill over. Oh, yeah. And that's it'll what the fuck happened. It'll bubble up yeah, it'll and bubble it'll up. spill the fuck over. I do want to give a shout out to Rich Dallas, who's from Philly. Who oh my God. The the funniest video with the chick walk back in the apartment is like, yo, what the stuff? And she like, ain't nothing. What'd she say? Uh, he said, what, what happened to the stuff? He said, it wasn't nothing to get. What nothing to get? He like, oh, you were down there got, got robbed. robbed. I knew this bitch was going to get jacked. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, no, nah, I ain't like get robbed. He's like, well, where the fuck the air fryer at? And she was like, ain't no air fryer. It's a ninja grill. Whatever the fuck it is, where it's at? We got cooked the turkey. Look at the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the time. <laughs> Stop laughing off of that. But yeah, man, it sent the entire internet into a fucking frenzy. Yes. Into a frenzy. That picture of him with his fist. Oh my god, up, somebody said he had author fists. <laughs> the funniest John that I just I couldn't post. Somebody was like, when you standing at the abortion clinic waiting for her to come out. Oh yo, my god. I was like, what is up with you? Like, look at it here. Yeah. Like it, it, it really shows you just how like influences a motherfucker. Yeah, because it will make people go against everything that they understand to be reality. Like I know because I've been living on Earth for long enough that there is a hand, uh, select like a handful of stores open on major holiday. Yep. And now we reached a point where you remember 24 hour Walmart? Go on. Remember 24 hour McDonald's? 24 hour uh, uh diners? Diners, yeah. yo, di- Penrose Diner, Melrose Diner, City Diner, South Street Diner. These Jones do not stay open past 10 p.m. Nope. We've just entered into a new space when it comes to commerce where it's like that 24 hour shit is out. Yeah, it's 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 no longer beneficial to be open for the sake of being open in the hopes that Four drunk couples will come in here at 3 a.m. 
Y'all got to get whatever the fuck y'all going to get before 10, 29 p.m. And that's just what it is. Like, that's, what it that's is. life now. And on the holidays, we just it, what's open is gas stations and and uh, uh, pharmacies and Wawa. Right. Get Wawa, <laughs> Rite Aid, Walgreens. You not the Acme's and all that shit close at like noon. You know what I mean? Like it, the department stores are just not open. Yeah. The weirdest joining this, I saw somebody go as far as to say Target dropped the ball. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, what? And I'm reading the comments and people like, yeah, like Target seeing him at them. Why they would let this go on is crazy. Y'all really, really dropped the ball. Like y'all. And I'm just like, yo, 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 yo. Target is a multi-billion dollar corporation. An international (laughs) (laughs) multi-billion dollar publicly traded corporation. We don't give a fuck what some nigga posts on Instagram right. that he's doing. This, this, this is what? And I literally was having a conversation with somebody, somebody the other day, and I'm like, bro, I want to go as far as saying Target is competing for, like, number one in department stores nationally. Yeah. So I went and looked it up. You know what the number one department store is in the, in the <laughs> country? Um, Is it still Walmart? No. I don't know. The- Kohl's. Oh, shit. It's Kohl's and Target. Oh, because Kohl's got that middle America presence. It's Kohl's and Target. Yeah. They battle back and forth. Kohl's has 1,914 stores. Target has 1,876 or yeah. some crazy shit like that. And as far as sales, number I literally, I was saying to my homie, I'm like, I don't even know if Target is competing <laughs> with Macy's. Sure enough, I go and look, Macy's is number one as far as sales. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, like, this is one of the biggest Jones on the planet, bro. Like, that, this, this is anything. I don't give a fuck what y'all post. Have yeah, it. it's like that That one day doesn't change the trajectory of that store, this region, let alone the, the, the national output of numbers that these Target stores are doing, especially yeah. this time of the year. No, we're going to do what the fuck we do regardless. Regardless. Like, it, it'll be nice. We'd appreciate the money. We'll take the extra 15, 20 grand, whatever the case may be, but it doesn't change nothing. Nobody's getting a promotion or a bonus. I went in or, Target the other day on, <clears throat> on DCAB and KOP. All the fucking gift cards are already fucking going. I'm like, yeah. damn, y'all ain't got nothing. She's like, I'll keep up with you. As soon as Halloween hits, the gift cards be like, just, they come and they go. I'm like, damn. Okay. Yeah, the, 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 so they're running a money machine. Mm-hmm. It, it, just, it just makes fucking money. And not to mention, they have the best fucking and the most thorough loss prevention probably in all of any retail chain there is. So that means that you're selling a ton of shit. You got great brand identity. Um, great brand equity. You got products that people like, people care about, and your shit is leaving the store at less of a rate than probably any other retail store that there is. Mm-hmm. So with all of that, it's like, motherfuckers is making money. Yeah. Like, printing, yeah. literally printing money. It was just disturbing to see that go on on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Like, y'all out there acting My like My man that. Ponzo had a tweet. He said, uh, he said, he said he knew the, the Target was closed. Y'all bitches knew Target was closed. You hoes listen to anything a nigga with money got to tell you. That's really <laughs> what it all boils down to, and that's what I mean with influence, where if you got the right amount of influence, you can almost get people to, like, go against <laughs> the truth. Yep. Go against reality. No, no, that joint gonna open. Yeah. Yeah. No, because bro said. It gotta open. Yeah. We down there. He added them. I know they seen it. The men down there was a little troubling. Yeah. That was a little troubling. Sir, why are you here? Like, you're not getting a cart full of shit. <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Like, I can't see it being like 14 women and the one guy. 
<laughs> you know, or 13 and 2. Like, this is not a moment. Oh, bro, this discrimination. Yeah, this is not a moment <clears throat> for diversity. If Brooks say 15 women, it's going to be 15 women. Yeah, he's not an organization. He's one no. human doing this. And when you when I'm one human giving charity, I can give it to whoever, whomever I des- design and designate. This isn't rocket science. Yeah. All around a weird look. Yeah. Very, very, very strange. Yeah, but like you said, he came, they came back the next day, did what they did, you know what I mean? Way less fanfare. I guess everybody was upset. Yeah. Seeing people trolling in the comments, the one girl talking about, uh, this is crazy. I got three kids. I drove here from Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> Talil found her. She was, like, she was like, oh, my God. She was DMing her. He was like, she's like oh, my God. I was joking. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Silly he shit, was like, yo, find this. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. This girl, I want to get, get some money to her, whatever, whatever. She was like, oh my God, I was joking. I'm sorry. I'll take your money, though. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was definitely a weird, weird job for Thanksgiving, man. Outside of that, I didn't really do shit. The games was junk. Uh, did you see the Cowboys shit? I didn't even, I didn't see the no The Cowboys games. line was 10 and a half. They was up 15 literally the whole second half. The last fucking play of the game, the fucking, uh, uh, Vi- was it not the Vikings, the, um, who the fuck did they play the other day? Damn, I'm drawing a complete. Played the Lions? No, the Lions played the Bills. Okay. Um. The Lions won, right? No, the Bills won. They came back at the end of okay. one. I had the un- the over in that game at fifty three and a half. They finished with fifty three. Stupid. <laughs> um, all week we lost. Yo, Ra lost games yesterday on two buzzer beaters. Mm. Buzzer beaters. Like one Joan was like the fucking Morris Peterson Joan. Like the nigga got the rebound with two seconds left and oh, threw the ball in the air. Yeah. No, like threw it in the air. Game over. <laughs> nigga caught that Joan, drained it. Game over. Uh, Divine intervention. Div- dog. Divine terribleness. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking uh the Cowboys played the um God damn, I'm drawing a complete fucking blank, yo. Who the fuck did they play? The Giants. Okay. But they were up 15 and literally the last fucking drive of the game, the Giants got down and with fucking like 40 seconds left, they scored a touchdown. Cowboys won 28 to 20. Damn. Fuck the lineup. Dumb I was shit. just like <laughs> <laughs> smoking the line. Lee mom like, how you liking that food over there? She's just, she's just horrible. It's <laughs> just terrible. Like, but yeah, the games was junk. Like Thanksgiving is just. Mm. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Thanksgiving has jumped the shark. Yeah, I, I'm. You know. And 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 we we need another day in November to drive commerce, other than like go buy a bunch of fucking food. Yeah, because if you notice, if you look at the if you look at the calendar every month, you have like the 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 economic holiday yeah. of the month, mm-hmm. like go spend money day of the yeah. month or whatever yeah. the case may be. That's how they keep this shit chur- tur- oh, tur- yeah. turning sure. and churning. But I don't know. Fuck Thanksgiving. I'm over it. Yeah. What else happened this week? Uh, Meek and friends. Give it up for Meek. Okay. Meek had his uh, dreams and nightmares 10th anniversary concert last night. At uh, Wells Fargo, sold that bitch out. Sold it out. Congratulations to Meek and um, his whole team. Um, Live Nation Philly, uh, Dope Shows was a part of that. I was going to say, was Dope Shows a part of it? Yeah, yeah Dope yeah, Shows yeah. was Shout a part of that and all that. Stuff. Shout out to everybody uh, for manicuring Shout out to, uh, that Tour, summer. man. Tour was on stage and shit. Tour doing this motherfucking thing, man. Tour got, uh, I think he got like top 60 project independently right now on Apple Music. 
na- uh, nationally. I saw he's in the top 25 like three times. Yeah, he got three times. You get a Philly chart. He got three songs in the top 25. We're going to keep pushing, get toward to the top 40 for the album. And then um, let's try to get all the three of them songs in the top 20 for the Philly charts. Real shit, man. Uh, so, yeah, his Hood Poetry Project is out right now. So, that's dope. But, yeah, Meek um, had, a, had a dope lineup. Um, you know, he pulled out, you know, from the young bucks to the old heads. I got to give you and Jewel some credit. Y'all nailed... Y'all, y'all hit it on the head because I was just like, "Yo, who are the friends?" Yeah, and it was, no, it was no leaks. No, and Jules was like, "He's gonna bring out Future," and I'm like, "I don't think Future's pulling up for this." He was like, "I'm telling you, it's gonna be Future," and I know Fabio Form, and he nailed both of them on the head. And yeah. then you was like Uzi, and what was the one you called? Uh, Uzi and Fabio was no, my you team. said Uzi and Fabio. He said Rowdy Rebel, Rowdy Rebel, and, yeah. and Future. And I'm, I'm don't know where he pulled that <laughs> one out, but yeah, Rowdy was out there, like. Yeah, so over the overall lineup, uh, him and Ross had a reunion. Shout out to that man; that was beautiful. Now that's the uh, one I didn't expect. Nobody see. expected that. Yeah, to see Ross. Yeah, uh, Ross and Meek have had some contention over the last two years or whatever about you know business and contracts and needing to be recontracted and all mm-hmm. this different stuff or whatever and tweets and nightclub altercations yeah. and all kind of stuff. But uh yeah, so they had a re- they had a reunion. So you had Ross, uh Future, the Baby, 504, Uzi, Roddy Rebel, Too Rare, and the Philly Goats. Uh Melly uh also was there. I was told nobody confirmed that. I maybe they didn't know who she was, but <laughs> Melly was there also who was uh on I think on Meek's Championships album. Um and she was supposed to sign with Meek. They had a controversy, so they had a reunion also, whatever. So this was like a a, a super dope, good showing for Meek, you know, coming off the hills of uh, Flamers 5 just dropping. Was Fab there? Fab was there. Did he bring out Anuel, the bull? No. That would have been lit. Yeah, Anuel getting like 500000 a show. Because right? everybody thinks they know that part of the song. And all they know is, yeah. that's all they know. They <laughs> <laughs> just be making words up with that shit. Come on. Meek was an innovator with that song, man, because at that time, not a lot of people was, uh, you know, was getting the Spanish music artists and all that on them records. And people didn't necessarily appreciate that record. They would cut it off when it got the annual part. And then now you fast forward and you see annual Bad Bunny, J Balvin, all of these artists. These are the biggest artists in the world. It ain't just like the rappers no more because, you know, 70% of the world speaks Spanish. Yeah. So it's like, these are huge artists, like sure just should. making stupid amounts of bread. Uh, I had somebody hit me was like, yo, why, why you not in the Meek show? Like, you be here, like, why you not in the Meek joint? Like, you don't fuck with Meek? And I'm like, yo, I actually really do like Meek. Yeah. Like, I, I like Meek as a lot, but it's y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, And that's that and that's all. You know, it's y'all. That Philly's I, a black Air Force One. Yeah, like, I, I just don't want to be around that much of... Of y'all at one time. Yeah, and then when I was hearing what was going on there and niggas getting into fights and all that shit, I'm just like, yeah, y'all don't know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, y'all don't know how to act. Like, this is why I'm... I I didn't get no reports of anything, but I'm I'm not... I wouldn't put my money on... That's Mm, a lot. My young niggas had to step on some shit last night. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like... Philly. Like, sometimes you gotta punch on a nigga. Like... I, I, I... Like... I've gone to events, right? I've gone to concerts. I've gone to games. I've gone to shows. I've gone to things. <laughs> yeah. I've never gone out for the evening and got my ass whipped. So, what is that like exactly? Like, what? Like, what do you? Let me say. What do you do? Like, do you just continue on with the like? It depends on who you are. Times like this, tomorrow, <laughs> like, do you just go back into? It depends on who you are. How bad the beating was. If it was just like a little clash where it's like you know you got some hits off, they got some hits off. You might continue your night. Or you might shoot a nigga. I don't know. Um, 
But, you know, typically, if if the shit goes really, really bad, if you get hands and feet put on you, you got to go home. I would imagine you need to see some medical attention or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, or at the bare minimum, put some frozen peas on your face. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, with that in mind, it's just like, it's just it's just such a bad idea. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, it's just crazy to see uh, Meek on his, you know, 12th, 13th or whatever year in the game he is right now, the way that he's able to, uh, not polarize is the right word, but kind of like ignite the city. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, Meek doing something? Boom. City go right up. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of this commerce jumps up. All of the fucking, the mall is filled. All of the fucking boutiques got business. All of the hair salons and barbershops. Your man made a very good point the other day at the football joint. Uh, he clearly was a rapper of some sorts. Oh, uh, Hazy. Yeah, Hazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. He was cool as shit. But he was like, yo, one thing for sure, this city gonna come the fuck live for me. He was like, we might bigger beef all this bullshit back and forth, but it's like, if Meek got something going on, everybody's there. Yeah. So, yeah, so concerts sold out, after parties sold out, beauty salons, barbershops sold out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ate good this weekend. Anything that was the economically around the business of Meek Mill made money this weekend. Shout out to Barb. You know what I'm saying? Tasty yeah, alumni. She yeah. catered the, the event backstage mm-hmm. and shit. Like, you know, it was it was, it was Yeah, decent. they catered the uh, Ride Wave on Friday, too. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, they had a busy weekend, man. Team Tasty's out here doing their thing. Um, Somebody the other day tweeted... And it had a bunch of drums like, I really want Rod Wave to, like, meet better people. And, I, and I, I, like, apparently he's, like, really depressed Yeah, his music is super-duper depressed. Yeah, I never got super into it, but yeah. Yeah, I, he, he, he's, he's never been done right by anybody in his life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the tweet was, like, go and go, and I was just like, I didn't get it, you know? Yeah, and he's, like, an extreme introvert. He was recently talking, like, starting to do some interviews and stuff. He don't really talk. He was basically saying, like, yo... I don't want to do shit except do music and like stay in the house. He was like, but unfortunately the economy like around my music has gotten so big that like I have to go on tour. Like yeah. it was like, these people is giving me 400,000 to do the Barclays center and stuff like that. He's like, I have to go. And I'm just like, you gotta go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that sort of thing. But it's like, yeah, you know him, people like him and young boy find themselves in that you interesting spaces where like, they, they, their fan bases are trained to just mobilize around their releases and listen to every single song with the same level of intent and intention straight down the line or whatever the case may be. Where And it costs them so little to produce music that they just, like, make money off their music. Um, but like Youngboy said right now, he got an offer to do a tour for $15 million. He said, I'm turning them bitches down left and right. But at some point, the number's going to get so big, yeah. you're going to have to bring your ass out the house. like Because, right. you know, it's going to be life-altering money. And it's like, you know, it ain't even necessarily about the money. It's about the economy around the money and the things that you can do um, as far as setting up your future for I'm your kids and all of that and generate. your family and the things that you can generate by having that money. This is the reason why Future takes $75 million for his back catalog to go and turn around and buy a $16 million house and all of this stuff, understanding like, oh, Miami real estate is going up. I'm going to buy a $16 million house. That's going to be a $30 million yeah, house. Yeah, in four years, point. that's going to double. That's going to double. Maybe even triple. I go take, I take that. I go over oh, here. Did you see the crib Ellen sold uh, Scooter Bronson? She bought the house for fourteen million, put two and a half million into it, was into it for sixteen and a half. She sold it to Scooter Braun. I said Scooter Braun, so Scooter Braun. She sold it to him. She had it for a year and a half. She sold it for thirty eight million. Jesus, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I'm over here trying to figure out what the Jets going to do. <laughs> <Right. laughs> All this goddamn hard work, <laughs> dog. 
Made 20 plus million mm. off that fucking house. Crazy. That's nuts. Crazy. But yeah, man, uh, shout out to Meek for the concert. Mm-hmm. You know, it looked fun. It looked decent. Um, I did, Of course, I didn't know about the squabbles, but, you know, they around. Yeah, my man. <laughs> shout out my man, Mike F. Yo, he had the best tweet of the night. He said, yo, the one night... I decided to go out in Philadelphia. Um, he lives in L.A. and shit. He was like, yo, the one night I decided to go out in Philadelphia, and I've come to the conclusion there are no bad bitches here. <laughs> and I'm like, yes and no. He was like, he's like, well, he's like, if it is, they do not come outside. That's funny. I'm like, yeah, man, you know, it's pretty much the, the going out public is like a series of uh, female gang members. That's pretty much what it is. There's some really bad ones in the city. Oh, if it's some super sucks. I, I, I don't agree with that one bit. It's some it's some super the problem is you don't have enough Cubans. Because <laughs> if you got four or five Cubans. You can get a you can get a closer glimpse. Because all the time I see the super bad ones, they with like Meek or you know Niggas with Cubans. Yeah, George Niang from the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> Just whoever ball or rap, you know how that shit go. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the way the way it always works. Uh Three weeks removed now. How do you feel about Drake and 21 album? I love it. It gets better every time I listen to this. I love it. I keep finding new songs that I like um, more and more. Um, uh, More M's has crept up to the top of my list for my favorite songs on the album. Dog, what's the last joint? Oh, it's Fuck Me? I guess it's 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 Fuck Me. me. I play that. I start my day with that. It's it's an excellent album. And I was explaining to my homie the other day. He's like, because he's like a... um, uh, one of those, you know, vomitomically. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a Mark Buchanan. Boom bat. Yeah, not boom, boom bat, bat, but like original rap. He's more like a. Uh, I had this bad bitch of town. She was whoa. Like he he's one of them niggas. Like, I had a bad bitch of town. Like them super duper. Like he your size, but his leathers are six X. Okay, got it. Got you know it. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might wear two pair of jeans. <laughs> like he one of them niggas. And he like, I don't understand how people, this shit garbage, like what the fuck? And I'm like, it's just, it's not Raekwon and Nas and, you know, it's not that. Drake is a genius for just the way he structures his, not even bars, but just the delivery in his music. He's a genius at music making. And I'm going to say this. Who's the best rapper out of Jay-Z... Nas and 50 Cent. Nas. Who's the second best rapper out of Jay-Z, Nas, and 50 Cent? Jay-Z. Who's in, in, in no way, shape, or form even close to being close to first, to first or second place? 50 Cent. <laughs> but 50 Cent is a flow master. And yeah. me and my man Dickie, we, shout out Ray Ray, you know what I'm saying, out there with his, uh, he got Miss Tiny's Cuisine out, uh, uh, Glenn Older. Like, that's my man. We grew up together. Me and Dickie used to be on that shit from back in the day. 50 is a flow master. Yeah. He know how to get on a track. And while I'm not going to bar you niggas to death, I'm going to say some shit that you're going to remember and it's going to be easy to catch. And by the time you tired of it, I'm at the hook. I, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> 50 got on that one, two, three. Come on, man. I'm hot now. Top down. Drop now. I got style. Been around the block, pal. Imagine what I got now. The Bentley, the Ferrari. Maybe the Bugatti. Range of Maserati. He know how to do that. Yeah. Drake is the exact same where it's like, am I a better rapper than Lil Wayne? Probably not. Am I a better rapper than Jay-Z? Probably not. But I can get on these Jones and I can do shit to where you're like, oh, time to get exposed. Like you, He just know how to flow and uh-huh. fuck with it. And I'm like, 21 is just so, he's a simple rapper. 
You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Drake it's very straightforward. Straightforward. Drake is a hidden bar nigga. Where it's like 21 get on. It's nothing to think about. 21 get on the track. He says this shit. Never give a bitch your dot. That's how you get shot. It's very simple. <laughs> you understand? You don't have to think I DM about in vanish mode. I, I do, do that, that shit a lot. <laughs> like it, that's that's 21. And niggas like right, 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 right. But then Drake is like that nigga where it's like the hidden bar shit where he what he say? Uh, we might pop up on him at will like Suzuki, Kawasaki, Sushi, Saki, the money growing trees like Shiitake. They try to get spicy with me, so I want to even that like you know miso sauce. He's yeah. naming all this Japanese mm-hmm. shit and just knows how to. They try to get spicy with me, so. I wonder how they gonna stop me. I'm really on a roll like Hamachi. For your birthday, your man got a table, table at Hibachi. Hibachi. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so simple, perfect. Yeah. And, and it's just them two together. I'm going there. Him and 21, I, they, him and 21 are better than him in future. It's because they fill in each other's, they're, they're so different that they fill in each other's blind spots. Where it's like Future and Drake on a song together, it's like two completely different flows and two completely different structures. But him and Twin, they're like, think about no BS. They're going back and forth to the point where it's like mm-hmm. they're catching each other. How yeah. they, like, it, it, they're a good match. They're a very good match with each other. And to Joe Button's credit, because he brought this to the forefront, he said this when Drake dropped that uh, that two pack or whatever, like no, the three pack that went one, two, three on Billboard. He said Drake is a master at finding these fucking pockets of. Where he, where his flow goes, right, like, right, and like in unconventional ways, and on that three pack, he showed you he did it every different song, lemon pepper freestyle, uh, knees and once, and then uh, what was the third song on there? Uh, Valentine's Day, I had sex. Uh, oh, what's next? What's next? Yeah, and, and it's like every single song, it's like he shouldn't be rapping like that. And we shouldn't be hearing it as if it's the right way for him to rap on that song. But he makes the shit work. Right. Like he retrains people's ears in order to hear shit in, in a different way to where it's like the beat is like crafted around his lyrical structure. And I, and I explained it to my homie Craig where it's like, yo, when you're you're getting on these songs and you're waiting for the why you screaming like it's a slug, it's only the hawk moment. And he's not going to do it's that. not coming. But him doing... Maybe I should do a 20. Make a, maybe I should break that 20, do a 10. Maybe I should break that 10, do a 5. Then if it gets live, do a 5 again. Did you see motherfuckers done started? Somebody had a joint the other day was like, niggas putting their bets in. Yeah. And it was like <laughs> doing their parlays. Like, maybe I should do a 20, break that 20 in half. Maybe I should do a 10. <laughs> but it's like he just understands that he's, he's the flow master of this generation yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. As good as Lil Wayne was at flowing on tracks and making something, like Wayne was that. Wayne would take a beat and just go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Where he's not, think about $100 million, DJ Khaled on. Everybody was rapping so fast and getting off all the shit. Then Wayne comes on, I all nighted, I every dated. And when it comes to my dues, I overpaid it. Like he just knows how to do that no matter what's going on. Mm-hmm. And Drake is just, yeah. yeah, he's the evolution of Wayne. He's the evolution of it, exactly. People were mad yesterday. I saw a post like, damn, I thought Meek was going to bring Drake out. I was like, I'd have bet against that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have took big money big against, money against on, that. Big money on the under on that. 
<laughs> like, yeah, I didn't see Drake showing up for the free ski. I mean, certain niggas is, you know, certain niggas is too rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drake is, you know, one of them niggas. Travis Scott is one of them niggas. Like, certain niggas is just too rich. Like, Lil Baby has gotten too rich in too short of amount of time. Like, I'm not showing up to your free show. To your show for free or your free show or anything with free in it. Yeah. I'm not coming. Period. Yeah. Unless we got something going on together that we're selling. Like, Drake showed up to uh, us, uh, 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 Spell House, which is Spellman and Morehouse's, uh, you know, homecoming or whatever, with 21. We got something to sell. So I'm here for the Freeski. He showed up at Louisiana Fest. This is the guy that gave me my career. I'm a billionaire. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I can't say that for the rest of you niggas in the industry. And he been telling y'all for the last four years that he hate all of y'all. Did you see Wayne in the interview was like, um, he heard Drake rap and he was like, yo, you nice. Like this, this shit is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you really, really like got something like you all that. He's like, they left out of the studio. He's talking about when he found out about Drake singing. Okay. And he said he left out of the studio. He came back and they was playing a song that had Drake on the hook. And he was like, who the fuck is that? And he's like, Mac was like, that's the bull. He's like, I went to him like, yo, you sing too? And he's like, he was like nervous about the shit. Like, yeah, yeah I be fucking around. He was like, no, nah, nigga, that's what you do. Like, that's what's going to separate you. And then here we are. Here we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he was like, he was like afraid to say it at right. first. Like, like no, nah, nigga, I just heard this. Who the fuck was that? Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like, no, no, this ain't me. No, this ain't me. <laughs> we got to put that on the shirt. No, this ain't me. Uh, no, this shit. ain't me. Uh, real quick before we get, uh, before we get continue going, man, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, some of our sponsors that we got. We got a live show coming up uh, January 22nd. We are already 40% sold out. Let's give it up for us. Yes. Closer to 50 now. Yeah, closer to 50 now. Um, our big, big sponsor, 14th and Market, man, um, you know, they are the number one uh, black ad agency, content creation firm, all things media. Uh, any idea that you have that uh, you're trying to get out to the world or whatever, they can help you, uh, you know, facilitate said idea, take it to the masses and take it to a big corporation, if indeed it makes sense. Uh, make sure you all follow them on Instagram, 14th and Market. Um, so shout out to them, shout out, uh, JP, shout out Jim Money, um, and the whole team over there, they'll be, uh, at the live show January 22nd, helping us out with the production and behind the scenes and all of that. It's going to be a super dope vibe. Uh, shout out One Fam Radio. Um, they, uh, are one of the official sponsors of, of our live show. Uh, shout out Black, shout out all of the guys, Kasim, shout out all the guys over there. Um, Make sure y'all listen to their podcast. Make sure y'all follow them on IG, number one, Fam Radio. Make sure y'all subscribe to their podcast, all places um, that, you know, podcasts are available. For those of you that came to the last anniversary show, y'all know that they opened up for us um, at our fifth anniversary show mm -hmm. at uh, Punchline. Super dope team uh, of guys over there, man, doing their thing. Um, and they literally support any and everybody doing a podcast. They be the first ones to, you know, champion people and help push their product and all of that. So we just need y'all the same way y'all support us. Go support them guys. Make sure y'all, uh, you know, listen to the show and uh, and mess with the guys over there. But, yeah, shout out 14th and Mark. 
market. Shout out One Fam Radio. Uh, we appreciate the support. We love y'all, and we're going to keep pushing. Make sure y'all get tickets to our show, uh, trpe6.eventbrite.com. The show is Sunday, January 22nd at Noto. First of its kind at Noto. Uh, we are about to completely raised the bar for live podcast shows here in Philadelphia as far as from a production, a visual aspect, um, and all of the super dope surprises and stuff that we got planned for that show. Yeah, I got a couple of ideas I want to pull off, man. I'm looking at Tiger Reynolds. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. I was just watching uh, the BMF documentary right now. Mm-hmm. It was on Stars every uh, Sunday, but, you know, niggas, Saturday at midnight. Um, so they was just talking about the episode that just aired. They was talking about uh, – Meech's birthday party when Meech got off house arrest mm-hmm. for killing Wolf or whatever like that. Um, they had him on home confinement, pending charges, whatever, whatever. You know who Meech's attorney was for that case? Mm. Think about the state of Georgia. Who are the top attorneys in the state of Georgia right now that are n- notable people? The DA chick? Not the DA chick. Phaedra? Not Phaedra. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Going the opposite direction. So the bit, the, it's three. <laughs> You're going in the going opposite direction. direction. Um, it's three super huge attorneys in the state of Georgia uh, right now. As far that are basically like the Johnny Cochran of like Georgia. It's Brian Steele, who's Young okay. Thug's attorney. Um, there's Drew Feinling, who is uh, 42 Doug, YFN Lucci, and a couple other people's attorney. And I forget the third guy's name or whatever, but that's who Gunna has or whatever. But yeah, Drew Feinling was his attorney. Okay. Who's defending YFN Lucci right now okay. um, in his RICO case? Mm, interesting. Yeah, so he was he was much younger then. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's like night and day, like seeing his photos and shit. Uh, but yeah, so that this particular episode that aired this week, they were talking about Beach's birthday party and the the guys from APD and the local FBI and the DEA were talking about how they saw this big inv- this invitation for Meech's birthday party and blah, blah, blah. So they got surveillance outside and all this old shit. And they said, we seen a tiger coming down Peachtree. And they was just like, what is going on here? And it was like, we looked at the invitation and it was like, Big Meech, king of the jungle. They're like, oh, okay. Then they said an elephant came down right after. Fucking <laughs> 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 like tiger and an elephant coming down Peach Street. I was looking at it the other day, and I'm like, yo, no one's brought a tiger into the club in Philly. It's Tom. It's Tom. You know what I'm saying? It might be Tom. Yeah, it's Tom. Yeah. Make sure we get the right uh, situation set up so we can't get sued. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you know, don't pet the tiger. Yeah, figure that out. You know what I mean? Uh, it was a lot of live shows this past week. Yeah. Um, the office had their live show. Office had their live show. Uh, Sandbox had their live show yesterday. Shout I pulled to, up to that joint. Shout, shout out, to, out them. to the Sandbox. Um, somebody the other day asked me, was like, um, how do I feel about the live show influx in the city? And I'm like, yo, I I think it's dope. Like, yeah. You know, like you got to remember this this shit didn't exist a couple years ago at all. Yeah, it just it just didn't like you know it it just really didn't exist. So to see it get to a point where you know you can really have people come out, have people show up, support, be part of whatever your movement is. I, I, I you know, I'm yeah. not that. Yeah, I'm shit, man. I'm happy for everybody. People be looking at me to be like that, and it be like, I, life. I mean, we shit, we champion everybody's podcast for the most part. Some of y'all are ridiculous, but for the yeah, most part, some podcasts stink. But yeah, but for the most part, we champ, we try to champion everybody's podcast, and we've been, you know, in a in a position to where it's like, you know, we have a substantial amount of fanfare, we have a, a lot of economy around our show, and you know, we've shared that with 
shared our audience, shared our resources with all different podcasts. We had Mona at our private show last uh, December or whatever the case may be when she first, first got with uh, Breakbeat or whatever mm-hmm. like that. We had her as our special guest for that show. Uh, we had one fam open up for us. Uh, you know, I've helped secretly produce a number of different podcasts that are out there and stuff like that. We've appeared on different people's podcasts over the years and stuff like that. So we try to champion everybody. Um, you know, I've even appeared on shows to my own detriment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like I just, I'm just, I just make myself available and we make ourselves available as a resource to other shows, whether it be, you know, through conversation, advice, show appearances, uh, you know, insight, whatever the case may be, because the bigger the overall industry gets, the bigger everybody should get um is the thought process you know what i mean and my whole th- and our whole thing is just to never you know close a door because you never know who the next superstar of industry may be and they might be the one to pull us up to a higher level absolutely so i'm re- rereading the journal now the thing i was reading the other day was saying that any tiger rental of a tiger over 60 pounds has to stay in a cage yeah. So I found the tiger the other day was 55 pounds. Okay. So he could be out. All right. Yeah. I had a tiger roaming. Yeah, just roaming. You know what I'm saying? Should be lit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody don't come with no meat perfume yeah. or no dumb shit like that. <laughs> you bitches trying to sneak jerky in your purse. Like, gonna, is, that, is that rip out? Yeah, you gonna get found out in there. <laughs> Real talk. But no, the, uh, the, the live shows, man, it just, it's, it's what should be happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's the best way. And I feel like it. we have uh, a lot to do with, you know, the influx of live shows and stuff like that. And just people looking at us and realizing, like, yo, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I could get a room and, you know, put a, a room with 100 seats or whatever and like that. And, you know, I could monetize uh, my art and my audience or whatever like that. Because anything that you're really good at, you should get paid for. So I totally agree with, you know, the live show model. Uh, the Sandbox had merch last night. Like, motherfuckers is on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's, it's very, very dope and encouraging to see that people are taking their craft very, very seriously and putting, you know, business around uh, their hobbies and what they're doing. Yeah, nah, that shit is lit, man. Congrats to everybody, man. Hell yeah. You know, January, we're going to try to blow the roof off this motherfucker. Yeah. And, uh, you know, take it to somewhere else, man. You know, hopefully somebody... we Talked can... to uh, Pastor Carl this morning. He's going to be in the building. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a personal call. He said, yo, Naker, uh, what's going on with these VIP tickets? I say, you pass the car, you automatically VIP. Well, yeah, that's cool, but I need my ticket. Well, we need 200. You know <laughs> right, what I'm exactly. Saying? We need our money. Yeah, VIP tickets <laughs> is going up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I'm sick of y'all at this point. No bullshit. I got like 10 calls. Yeah, you know nobody sent me money. Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, they just talking to talk. Yeah, it's like, yo, oh, yo, can I get a VIP joint? All right, yeah, no, we kept a couple in the tuck. You just cash at me. All right, I'm going to holler at you after this game. Nothing. Like, oh, you waiting on the Nuggets under two, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. And it's like, you know, we, and I was telling Carl this morning, I said, yo, we structured, we, we're very intentional with everything we do. We structured the show. It might seem like we're playing. We're not we fucking around. Playing, we're not yo. fucking around. We structured the show in a way where people could come to this show at whatever price point they deem comfortable. Right. Everybody doesn't have the same level of buy-in, so it doesn't make sense to charge everybody the same ticket exactly. for the same experience. But the people that want to pay a higher ticket, you're going to get an improved experience, you're going to get a free gift, you're going to get giveaway. It's all other types of shit that comes with that level of access and level of privilege. But I was explaining to him, I'm like, yo, we did a show in August. Did our live show in August. Supposed to be July. We ended up pushing it back two weeks, whatever, whatever. Did a live show in August. It was a private show. Um, we did it at, with, uh, at 1212 Lounge at Tacey's, whatever. Phenomenal. Everybody came, had the fucking time of their life. Mm-hmm. Like a soup, 
super dope, superior vibe. That night like, was fun as shit. Fun as that shit. We had our show. blast. Yeah, that was a fun ass night. And we we did that. We did an eighty five dollar all inclusive ticket. First thing Carl said was like, "Oh my god!" Like eighty five. I was like, "Free food, free liquor, nothing ran out." We had everything, hookah, all, everything. hookah everything. I forgot we had hookah too. Mm-hmm. Everything all night. He like, "Oh my god!" Like. What? And I'm like, yeah. And we had, like, a slow ticket cycle. Like, it took some time. I said, so with this in mind, we cut back the overall price, offered a little bit less for this particular show, cut back the price a little bit, but then we structured these other cheaper tickets to where if you want to pay 25 you can pay 25 You want to pay 40 for a reserve seat, you can pay 40 whatever the case may be, to where it is it all the economy of it all works out to the end number that we want it to be and the user experience can be whatever you want to make it instead of saying everybody's 75 dollars or whatever the fucking case may be and then the tickets don't sell or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. this show has had the reverse effect because only thing people like more than being told to come to something is being told you can't come so once certain shit comes, gets sold out, and people lose access to stuff, now the demand goes through mm-hmm. the fucking roof. So that's what we're experiencing now these last two weeks where people are like, wait, y'all show sold out? It's like, yeah, I don't know where the fuck y'all been for the last six years. Like, people love us. Like, yeah. And the people that don't talk to us every day love us more than you motherfuckers that call us on the phone. Right. So with that in mind, they not playing. They're going to lock their tickets in if they making travel arrangements. We got people flying cross country and right. coming from Atlanta and stuff like that to come to this show. Like, it's a big deal to people. So with that in mind... We're going to show up for them like it's a big deal. So it's like, you know, anybody that's lagging behind, it's like, I don't know what you want me to do. It's like that sort of thing. Like, I don't know what you want me to do, man. But we're working our best to try to work around some of this stuff and all of that. But, yes, there are a few hidden VIP tickets. If y'all want them, the price is up on them. But, you know, contact me or Matt or the TRP page. We can work something out if you just got to be VIP. Yeah, I'm literally the other day. I'm like, I was telling Jules, I'm like, we should have did some fucking insider trade and shit. I'm yeah. like, what we should have did was <laughs> bought them all, bought them all. It's just to reset, <laughs> exactly. Bootleg our own shit. Yeah, and I got two of them Jones, three fifty. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> just been pumping them shits off in the street. But yeah, man, uh, go to trpe6.eventbrite.com. Yeah, get your tickets. Don't play around. Um, be in the building. The show will sell out. We got. Hennessy sponsoring the damn thing. They doing drink packages. They doing complimentary drinks. They bottle specials. Bottle also. specials. We got. There's gonna be hookah that you can get. The hookah is limited. Hookah is limited. We got told that the hookah is yeah, limited. If you're not sitting in a section, you can't get a hookah. Right, but the hookah will be there. We're gonna have tons of merch. Um, Big Dan is there. I all- found some merch. Oh, I told you, I found merch too. <laughs> It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I found some merch. I was going through a box in my car, and I found like. Ten of the uh, the the Sixers shirts, the black ones. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't even know what it was in there. I actually need some of them. Well, you when we leave here, you can. You got any two X's? I don't know what's in there. I need a couple. You of can them, pick though. through them and tell me what you got. What yeah. you need? The um, but yeah, man, it's it's gonna be. Listen, give me the the hand claps. We got DJ Abel. Yes, we do. As the DJ, we got the number one DJ in the trusty. You 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 got the king of it's it's a vibe. Survive. You know what I'm saying? We got the king of vibes there. Does does DJ Book have kids? Yes. He does. Mm-hmm. Girl or boy? Girl. Oh, okay. I'd be interested in his daughter. Like, dad, is a daddy-daughter 
dance at the school. We're like, is it going to be the vibe? <laughs> right. Is right. the vibe going to be there? Do I need to supply the vibe? Do I need to supply the vibe? Shout out A Boogie, man. But yeah, A Boogie's going to be DJing, man. We we got the the, the vibe king. Yeah. It, it, it's it's going to be, we, we're already planning our outfit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's. It's gonna be a thing. If it's I get be this, up there. if I get this T-shirt gun in this tiger, <laughs> I'm telling you, this shit gonna be lit. That's all I want. T-shirt gun, a tiger. I don't even need no money. Yeah, I just pay me in the tiger, the T-shirt <laughs> gun, and we straight. Um, that's funny as hell. But yeah, man, like I said, get your tickets, man. You know, like we do got a couple of those VIPs in the in the tuck. Um, just because we 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 did some sh- some other shit, we've got sections around. It's yeah. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be dope, man. You know what I'm saying? But this past week, we got all of our shit handled as far as, like, things that needed to go out and come in. We got, you know, the banners coming in, stepping repeats, fucking, you know, all of our decoration, and it's... It's going to be dope. It's It's going to be be a big deal. It's going to be dope. It's going to be in Noto. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? We started this shit at a goddamn kitchen table. (laughs) Yeah. You know, getting to a point where you can have this shit in the number one nightclub in Philly and, you know, really, really, like... Get to a sellout in there, that's that's decent. Yeah, for sure. No, it's yeah. going to be great, man. Shout out Dre Ali, our Noto consigliere. Yeah. Shout out uh, Brian, operations manager, general manager for Noto for, uh, you know, understanding the vision and, you know, what we doing. I've been having uh, weekly follow-ups with Dre Ali about this and that. Uh, shout out Raj, man. I can't shout out Raj enough. He's been like a rock for us as far as, like, getting stuff done and just his pace of how he's like knocking out work for us is like unfucking precedented, man. Like yeah. that's my that's my guy, man. It's my brother. Known known him for thirty plus years at this point, and uh, just an absolute great person. Super duper talented. Y'all can follow him on the gram RC Graphics. Um, if y'all need any work done, whatever y'all can contact me. Contact him. Like he's he's the fucking man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's done logos and different stuff uh, for like a bunch of different other podcasts and stuff like that. Who shall remain nameless? But yeah, he's he's been doing his thing for sure, for sure. So we had some topic topics this week mm-hmm. that we came up with. Um, some TRP original topics uh, that kind of go into one another. But before we get into those, I think I, I want to close the show with those. Let's follow up on this first week of the FIFA World Cup. Okay. Um, it's been a wild one. It's been a wild one. It's been some upsets. been some unexpected stuff. Uh, I don't think nobody got booked. No. None of the athletes I, got booked. I want to start with Qatar, the actual Qatari team. Okay. So you know Qatari is not a football nation. Football. Yeah. They're not a football nation. Yeah. That's not what they do. And they did all of this shit, $220 billion to get the shit there, and their team essentially stinks. Sucks. They showed a video clip the other day of the Qatari team. The nigga had a breakaway at the goal. The goalie fell down. It was him alone, <laughs> and the nigga just missed. <laughs> he just missed the goal. I was like, yo, what the fuck was that, man? He was like, oh, you ass-ass. Oh, you ass-ass, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, cool. you a big Sean song. Yeah, right. yeah, I see you playing. So the Qatari team came out the other day, and no one ever loses the opening match when they're the host. That's never happened. Qatari yeah. went right out there and got smoked. <laughs> First game. Oh, nobody never lost? Watch this. Watch this. Hold my beer. Oh, watch this, Playboy. <laughs> they went out there and got smoked. Jeez then they geez. went out there the other day, and they played Senegal, who's one of the worst teams ever. Senegal beat them 3 nothing. Yeah. 
smoked. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? So they're playing again. The Jules like, yo, it's so many tickets for the guitar game. It's not even yeah, funny. because they got the home <laughs> team that will turn into a pack. It. Nobody wants to deal with this crap. This is junk. This is insane. So the guitar team is just completely terrible mixed amongst all of this nonsense that goes on. The um, second thing that's very ridiculous. So you know me, you and Kev were talking about how commerce gets driven in these situations where people lobby to have these things come mm-hmm. to their city because they know we're going to make so much. Like you just spoke about Meek. We're going to make so much money on the back end and cheesesteaks and pretzels mm-hmm. and this and that and this, that, and the third. We'll pay the fee. Bruh. So you know how, like, NBA teams that come here to play basketball, right? Nine times out of ten, they stay at the Four Seasons. That's where they be at. A lot of times you'll see football teams, they stay at the Lowell's on mm-hmm. the Market or whatever. We know that because we hear. But it's yeah. not advertised. Right. Bruh, in Qatar, they literally have a website where it shows you where each team is, where staying. Each team is staying. And then the hotels raise the price. Because they knew that people would want, they literally advertised it like, stay with your team. <laughs> at, 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 like, come to the W. This is where England is staying. Yeah. Come to the Ritz. This is where. 3,300 at night. Jules said every hotel where every team. He's like, you can literally go in there and see, like, Argentina's here, Brazil's here, Sweden is here, Italy is here, USA is here. I'm like, that's the craziest shit I ever heard of in my life. But over there, you know, it's no crime. So they ain't like motherfuckers yeah. coming here to steal or bring in the hotels to act a fool because, you know, you're going to get hit with a stick. But it's just wild to see that, like, it's all commerce. Mm-hmm. Like, we advertising this shit. We got 220 Bs out. We got to get this yeah. brand back. We advertising <laughs> this shit. Yo, hotel rooms are normally 500 a night at the W. Why the fuck is they 1900? Oh, because Sweden here. Yeah. You love Sweden. Don't you come <laughs> stay with Sweden. And they're like, that's how they're advertising this shit. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So then the other day, the big thing that's got everybody fucking wilding was Team Saudi Arabia. Shout out to those guys. They played Lionel Messi in Argentina in the opener. Saudi Arabia has never beat Argentina. Yeah. Ever. They went out there and beat Lionel Messi and Argentina 2-1 to one in a World Cup game. The royal family from Saudi Arabia gave every member of the team brand new Rolls Royce Phantoms. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Then, to kick it up a notch, <laughs> they declared that day a national holiday in Saudi Arabia. Hey, <laughs> beat Lionel Messi, dog. You beat Lionel Messi, y'all some legends. <laughs> Crazy, right? That's fire. These motherfuckers love football. And I, watching that FIFA documentary, you really get an understanding of it where it's like, oh, this ain't the NBA. Yeah. This ain't even the NFL. Yeah, these aren't like casual fans that are mm-hmm. just like, you know, um, I'm I'm betting so I care shit like that. It's not that like their pride, their uh, uh, their pride, their identity, their uh there's nationalism that's tied to this game. You know what I mean? Like people have died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like dependent upon certain circumstances and stuff like that. Like these people absolutely care. Like they put the fan in fanatic. Like these people are dead serious about this shit. Right. And it's not one or two countries. It's all of them that participate. Nuts, man. Absolutely nuts. The FIFA shit is, it's... 
I got to get over there. That shit just seemed yeah. wild as fuck. It seemed very, very good. Have you watched any of the games? Uh, like bits and pieces. Okay, because it's on. It's so so weird times. Yeah. And shit. They try to make the USA games like relative for us to where it's like two in the afternoon, three yeah. in the afternoon. But the rest of that shit, I be on being like that shit. Did you know Qatari owns Being Sports? Really? Yeah, they own the whole network. <laughs> motherfuckers own everything. Some man. Bad motherfuckers. Some bad motherfuckers, man. We gotta do a show, I think, on Patreon about um the Eastern penetration into like Western business markets and stuff like that. And like the tr- reveal some of this true ownership of some of these like networks and companies and organizations and stuff like that. We got to do that real soon. We'll take some homework because we got to like, you know, prep and go back, go really go do some deep dives and stuff, but make it an impactful episode. But we have to do that. Did you see Lionel Messi has a, a deal offer from uh, MLS for Miami? Really? And they saying that he's if he the, the deal is projecting him to be the highest paid soccer player ever. Yeah, they were saying because uh, you know uh, uh, Ronaldo just uh, got severed ties with mm-hmm. his with uh, Real Madrid or whatever. Because yeah, you know Messi played for PSG. Yeah, yeah, who Qatar owns? Mm-hmm. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, but they talking about uh, and they saying like if Mess if if uh, Ronaldo come over like it'll probably be like the biggest deal in history. So now you got two different people. That may be shifting at the same time. Like, that shit will be huge for American soccer. It's crazy how much money these motherfuckers make. It's unreal. You know, KD is a part owner of the Philadelphia Union. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they were founded, funding, founding that league, that shit was, like, at an extreme low. Like, niggas got in at the floor. And now MLS has, like, become big fucking business. Like... The stadium is down in uh down in Chester. I don't know if any of y'all ever, you know, come across it or whatever like that, but when they have games down there, that shit be bumping uh down at the Philadelphia Union Stadium. Philadelphia the the uh, MLS soccer is big business now, man. Shit is crazy to see how it emerged the last 10 years. Yeah, no, the the, the soccer in general. Yeah. The money is just astro fucking nominal, man. All the Saudi Arabia uh team jerseys is sold out. Yeah. Retail blackout across the board. They jerseys hot too. Fire. Fire. The emerald green. Yeah, that green Fire. and black shit. Yeah, they jerseys, all that. But yeah, no, nah, they going. They off the fucking shelves. It, I'm happy for them. Yeah. One game, you get a phantom. They ain't even, you said they didn't even make the qualifier. No, nah, right? that's the crazy part. They ain't <laughs> even hit the qualifying joint yet. Just straight up beat Messi. Beat Messi. That's all that matter, B. Yeah. We'll take this. National holiday. We need better friends. We need better fucking <laughs> friends. We need better everything, man. Bigger bitch. <laughs> Seriously. Better friends. Goddamn. Goddamn, man. Straight up. Goddamn. Goddamn. What else you got over there? Uh, oh, that was pretty much it on FIFA. You got anything else? Uh, no, because it's still going. We you figure it's a whole another month. Okay. Figure the, the championship game is December twentieth. Oh yeah, a lot of time. Three whole weeks. Three whole it's weeks. amazing how cheap the tickets are when you get over that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick, before we wrap up these uh these other final topics, I'm saying wrap up like we not at the midpoint, right. but we got uh we got some custom topics. But uh, one more shout out to another one of our sponsors, uh, LNW Interior Concepts, based in Philadelphia. LNW Interior Concepts is an interior design firm specializing in designing their clients' personal style while transforming their homes into spaces that feel exclusively personalized. They design. They consider design and art and aim to give their clients classic, timeless spaces that will endure trend after trend. Please uh, go to their website, lnwinteriors.com, and anyone who completes a design questionnaire will receive a complimentary discovery call to discuss their project. Um, This is a big deal for us to have a client of this magnitude, um, you know, signed on with us, sponsoring the show and everything like that. 
L&W Interior Concepts does uh, staging and apartment interior design and stuff like that for like a lot of uh, of the big Philadelphia management companies and different companies and stuff like that in the area. Um, in addition to like their private uh, client portfolios and stuff like that. And this is literally like a homegrown company uh, founded and, you know, and scaled here in Philadelphia. And I've literally seen this company go from their infancy to where they are now, where they have like this huge uh, backlog of clientele all the way up until like, you know, the middle of 2023 already. And, um, you know, shout out to, uh, to Lauren, the uh, owner of the company for, uh, for locking in with us and sponsoring the show, sponsoring the live show and everything like that. So make sure you visit their website, lnwinteriors.com and also follow them uh, online, LNW interior concepts. All right. Topics. We haven't done this on a big show in a while because we be saving these like customized topics and stuff like that for uh, Patreon. But I'm so sick of niggas that it's time to do it on the big show again. Okay. It's time to uh you know to to restore the the vibes or whatever the case may be. Question that you posed the other day, which Did I posed. Yes. Okay. Question that you, you posed. The only person here. Yeah. So, yeah. You. <laughs> Question that you posed the other day. That led led us into this topic and then subsequent topics that come from it because we're going to go down a whole chain okay. and probably use this whole remaining hour to do so. Okay, is it time for social media to end? It was time five years ago, in the sense of what people of you are using it for. Correct. I I'm not going to hold you. I, I and this is just me. <clears throat> I want to say this the right way. Do you agree with me that Instagram has become a marketplace? Yes, absolutely. Kendrick Lamar said Instagram is the best way to promote some pussy. People are selling pussy, cakes, chocolate covered dildos. Fake jewelry. Fake jewelry, (laughs) uh, real jewelry, (laughs) uh, um, uh, uh, stuffed turkeys, fried turkeys. But more than anything, what they're selling you is lifestyle and image. So I personally think that if Instagram is going to be a marketplace where we're selling any and everything, even down to us as people, like as individuals, Mm -hmm. I think there should be a cost to that. And I think that the cost would eliminate a lot of the nonsense to a lot of these different situations. And I'm going there. I personally think at this point, social media needs to be like Hulu or Netflix, where it's like this should need to be 25, 30 or $5 a month. Yeah. To just eliminate the people who have nothing going on who sit on here all day looking for absolute nonsense. Like I, I'm going, I'm going to hold you. It should cost you money to comment in these fucking comments and argue with strangers. Absolutely. You should have to pay to be able to do that. Dumb ass. Cause, shit. Cause at the end of the day, niggas are just talking cause they got free Wi-Fi. That's it. And thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. I got thumbs. I got Wi-Fi. We can't de-thumb these fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I definitely want to de-thumb a lot of niggas. Dog. And the thing is, is that, the, the the negativity and the nonsense is so prevalent on a majority of these apps now that even a reasonable person would find it hard to resist the temptation to engage some of these assholes and idiots because it's just like, you can't be this dumb. Yeah. But they are. And the Ooh. way that people support arguments and the quote-unquote information that they use to back up their thought processes and stuff like that, like, at the end of it, you just end up feeling like a dickhead for even engaging. Even in going back around. I told you, I like, I caught myself one day, like, really trying to explain something to somebody, and I'm using, like, all the sense in the world, yeah. and she just was like, well, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> This how it's I like, feel. This is like, what do you say to that? <laughs> and I, I'm like, yeah, like, what do I say What do now? I say to a person that don't give a fuck? 
Because you gave a fuck enough to even start this shit <laughs> right. with me. It's exhausting. And, you know, just based on a lot of these different parameters and, the you know, the identity of all these different apps and stuff like that, um, I think that was a brilliant point that you made about the fact that, like, we need to be charging people. It should be a cover charge at this point. Like, you got to pay to play. Because if you had to, and you need to be verifiable also. Because if you had to pay to play and we had to verify that you a real human being from a real place with a background and all of this old shit, it would limit the things that people are willing to say. Exactly. Under the veil of anonymity, people are allowed to say and engage with whoever and say the craziest shit imaginable to people that would normally slap them across the street if they did so in person. <laughs> and it's like the brazenness and the brashness that people operate on these apps because at the end of the day, you just a dickhead with a fucking circle around, you know, a picture of G Herbo or whatever the fuck it may be, some fucking, uh, some, some kibbles and bits, a bowl of kibbles and bits, whatever the fucking hell it is behind a, a private profile. Like, that shit is crazy. And that's another thing. Get rid of the private profiles. Bruh. I, you I, shouldn't be allowed to talk crazy to me if you got a private profile. Like, they should just automatically just delete your comment. Like, it's giving people a sense of freedom that they 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 have nowhere else. Yes. Because there's no real world consequence. You remember when we started a podcast? You remember how, like, the first couple of years, I, I don't know if you got it, but I know I did. Yo, we don't want to have me on a podcast. Yeah. They'd be like, well, for what? Make sure me, I'll be talking that shit. And it's like, well, I'll be talking that shit, and so do Chad. <laughs> so we can't all, like, where, where's the, the redeeming quality to the, yeah. to the talking the shit? What's the uniqueness of your shit talking? No one can no one can answer that. Yeah, nobody can explain themselves past whatever their initial elevator pitch. They have nothing else. Like when you ask follow up probing questions, motherfuckers just whew, they de- they deflate Bruh. immediately. I've seen it time and time and time again. We've had actual shows where we would have like these panels and these round tables and shit like that, and all these people. And then you look up and it's just like it's just me and Matt talking. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are y'all here for? Right. Like this shit is pointless. And there's some shows that they won't be going on Throwback Thursday that in the catalog that's just like, yeah, this was a waste. Yeah. Like we had good intention behind it, but at the end of the day like it just didn't it didn't materialize into anything uh with any texture or any real feeling to it to where it was just like the feedback that we ended up getting when we did shows like that was man why the fuck y'all had these stupid ass people on the show from the from the die hard listen why why the fuck y'all these stupid ass bitches on the show why the fuck you had that dumb ass nigga on the show it's like that sort of shit Mm -hmm. because it's like past bitches and hoes and uh $200 dates and who should pay how much of the bills. What are we really going to talk about with right. most of these people? Right. Nothing. Yeah. You can't yeah. talk about global economy and, po- and uh, first world uh, politics with, with these motherfuckers. So I told you the, the other day, I, I'm talking to an older person who knows me very well. Right? Yeah. And he's like, yo, what, what y'all be talking about on your podcast, man? And I'm like... Already, I, I just, you know, because it's like, this podcast ain't new. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's seasoned at this point. You know me, you know, like, and, and this shit been out for six motherfucking years. So it's like, this shit ain't new. But all right, I'm like, well, 
we talk about a wide range of topics. Like we just did two episodes on our Patreon. That's our pay for play platform. We basically have a paywall where we put content behind that. We had one show where we broke down all of the corruption that goes on within the FIFA association. And then we had another show where we broke down how the FTX crumble was the final nail in the coffin for the crypto world. He was like, Oh, y'all be talking about real. (laughs) Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. I got to check this out. Yeah, I ain't know y'all was talking about shit like that. I'm just sitting there like, well, what the fuck did you? It was, you thought it was us discussing which forty is the best. 40. Like, <laughs> exactly. and it's like <laughs> we did a poll. Yeah, we took a we poll, did an independent poll, three hundred people, or Saint Eyes, or the old English. You know what I'm saying? We also okay. took writing votes. <laughs> and it's just like, I ain't gonna hold you. That's a great topic. <laughs> <laughs> we might gotta do that for the culture. But so bad Thursday. What's the, best 40? What's, the What's best the best 40? What's the best 40 else? Like, yo, I'm sitting there like, what, man? Like, white people going to say Natty Ice? Yo, straight up. I remember, uh, motherfucker, uh. What's the best 40? A nigga we know, girl, he, he, like, he was like the last of the 40 drinkers, <laughs> like, from our hood or whatever. And that nigga got a 40, a hurricane. Yo, they grew toward this nigga apart at the park. Like, dog, that shit is fucking, dis- you can smell it when a nigga opened it. Like, I don't see how y'all that shit drink. go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hesitation. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> Hit you with the full fist. <laughs> that's <a hell> <laughs> you know, the 40 that's is a, 42 ounces yeah, now. Yeah, that's exactly how it opens. Because <laughs> <laughs> it gets stuck. <laughs> that little foil gas. <laughs> <Yes, yes. laughs> it gets stuck. You try to open that motherfucker. Oh my god! It's never a smooth open. Yo, you only oh. me- only mechanics can get a, f- a clean open on the floor because <laughs> they got them strong ass hands yeah. from handling them carburetors and them, them air intake valves and shit. Screwing in them lug nuts <laughs> with their fingers and shit. Niggas get a clean open on that forty. That joint yeah. right open. But yeah, at, at the end of the day, and I say it oftentimes when it comes to like the whole podcasting thing exploding and becoming what it's become. It's like, where's the lesson to be learned? Where is the redeeming quality? Oh, y'all niggas trying to learn? It's almost like it doesn't exist. You know, you have to have that, though. Yeah. You know, like, when, when you talk about somebody like a uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, like, you look at how people want to cancel Dave Chappelle, but then there are a whole other side of people that's like, no, if you actually listen to him, he can, like, perfect example. When we talked about the other day, we uh, if y'all don't know, we're on our Patreon, patreon.com slash official TRPE. We talked about... Uh, the oh, we had a show called The Audacity of White Men, and we basically talked about how a lot of these things and then leading into the FTX situation and how they were basically playing both sides of the political realm mm-hmm. where they were donating money to the Dems and donating money to the Republicans and using money that they were coming off of their fucking crypto exchange and through their crypto trading company, just sending it to Biden and sending it yep. to Trump and them. And Dave Chappelle, when he talked about Trump telling Hillary, like you won't get into the tax shit the same way you don't want me to because your supporters benefit from this shit. And it's like, yeah, Dave Chappelle going to give you the lesson in the fucking mm-hmm. He gonna put they put the medicine in the in, in the, the candy in the candy like so a lot of these things that go on there it really like you look at I saw the them fresh and fit niggas the other day had some bitches on there arguing about something and it I, I seen somebody had posted it on like they story and I'm just like what is the purpose of this yo they I watched an unusual amount of fresh and fit clips this weekend they are the craziest niggas on earth there, dog there's really no purpose they had an episode shit. where they they had a clip right. 
the, the, the title of the clip was, we asked the girls to guess the weight of the girl next to them. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like what, they man? went around the room like, yeah, how much you think she weigh? How much you think? Like they round tabled it all the way around the room. And I'm just like, yo, these are the craziest niggas ever, man. Them niggas just hit a million subscribers, dog. Did they? A million on what? YouTube. A million on YouTube, dog. This shit crazy. They're making like... Uh, one and a half to two million dollars a month, probably at this point. I can believe it. Just monetizing nonsense, and uh, I spoke about them on Patreon, just basically saying like, you know, they do have some redeeming quality to their platform, but nobody watches the shit. Like when they have fucking, you know, financial people on there and shit like that, nobody watches that shit because that's not why we here. Their their audience is teenage boys from uh, about 15 up until uh, early 20s, about 24, 25, that are watching the show, anticipating them dunking on women and fucking, you know, having uh, intersexual dynamics uh, debates with bimbos that don't even know why the fuck they here. They got, if you walking down the street on South Beach or in Brickell and somebody walk up and say, hey, you want to be on a podcast? Like, we got a million subscribers, da-da-da. Nine times out of ten, the women are like, yes. They'll figure out what the fuck it is when they get there. But, like, y'all are having debates with women that aren't equipped or educated enough to have these fucking debates because you it's like a, it's a loaded gun. You have all the numbers. They have none of them. You have all the numbers, the data, and the statistics, and they have none of them. Then you're expecting them to articulate some, like, fucking, uh, you know, some concise or poignant argument, and they can't. Like, it's like it's a dupe. You know what right. I'm saying? But the audience falls for the shit every fucking time. Unbelievable. Like, and I, I just sit and I, I, I look, I saw that shit the other day and I'm just like, yo, this, this, there's no point in this. None. Zero. And a lot of the shit that go on, there's really zero point. And you look at this social media thing where it's like, yo, y'all have the bid. Remember when it was like the bid for the day? And that was funny and yeah. cool. I'm not joking. When I was like 27. Yeah. Seriously. Not interested anymore. In I'm not shit. interested in the bid of the day. I don't I don't know what that makes me. I'm trying to figure out how to get a 5980 protect in a color. I don't have time for the bit of the day. We got our viewers' choice questions we're gonna do on Patreon today. And uh shout out to Kev. He sent a very good question. Amazing. It's along the lines of that. And I'm like, I can't wait to yeah. get into that. But yeah, you know, it it at a certain point you just have to like evolve. You can't be a fucking knuckle dragon Neanderthal for your whole <laughs> life. At a certain point, you just have to evolve in one better. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, like, I don't know how how to say that. And the and the sucky part is that culturally, we have cornered the market on that type of behavior and that type of outlook on life. Black people because it ain't just the men it's both it's the men and the fucking women where it's like we don't think that you hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well get ready to feel that excitement all over again because amazon prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level absolutely prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker it's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. 
It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Shit age out of anything. Niggas is 55 still trolling on the internet and shit like that. Niggas is 61 still in the club at Meek Night. Shit like that. Like, niggas don't age. <laughs> niggas don't age out of nothing. 61 at the club is funny. I know it's some 60-year-old niggas in the club. I guarantee. I guarantee it. But it's like, we feel like this is forever young shit or whatever. But it's like, yeah, there's a difference of feeling young. And acting young and participating in the same shit that you perpetually did for your teens, your twenties, your thirties. For like, at what point do you display any growth and just stop fucking trying to live out your fucking glory years of when you was twenty four years old, bruh, bruh? The shit is exhausting, and, I'm and gonna, it's nasty to watch I'm, it unfold. I'm gonna go there too when it comes to social media. Like the people who like live in their glory years, that shit should be illegal. Like niggas who consistently post that one year when they was really tearing right. up, and chicks who yeah, post, this the red bins right here. Yeah, and chicks who continuously post that body from '09. <laughs> it's like that body is not coming no, back. No, it's gone. They what they caption be? Uh, when I was this size with this with the sad faces. <laughs> it's like, ma'am, put the cheeseburger down <laughs> and go to the gym. You are eating a double smash burger from Star Fusion. Put the fucking burger down, stupid. Yeah, man. It, it. Social media has given us a real warped sense of reality. Of everything. Yeah, yeah I'm going to rechange it. Of everything, brother. It's given us brother. a very, very, very warped sense of, of what's really going on, what's really... I've seen, like, Drake said it best. I know this girl whose one goal was to visit Rome. And then she finally got to Rome, and all she did was post pictures for the people at home. Because all that mattered was impressing everybody she's known. I know a girl who's crying out for help, but her latest caption is, leave me alone. I know a girl happily married till she puts down her phone. That shit real. Yep, that's society. That's and that was, real. And that was, what, 2016 he said that? Yeah, it was Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. 2018. I know a girl who saves pictures from places she's flown to post later and make it look like she's still on the go. Listen, man. Them Jones? My homegirl, my homegirl told me she because I had hit her up. I was like, damn, um, I was like, damn, your cousin's still in Vegas, this and this and this. She said, Boy, what? Fuck no. She said, These, you know, these hoes take take uh two days worth of pictures and stretch that shit into four months of content. Yeah. I'm like, oh my bad. I was like, she posted driving videos and everything. Oh. She was like, that she ain't in that cause she's at home right oh. now. Better go to work at Starbucks right now. Dog. I seen you was out last last night and oh no, that ain't I, that was from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yo, yo, you in town? Question mark. Like is that shit. The DM, yo, you in town? And it's like depending upon who's sending the message, that determines on if they in town or not. It's like that shit. And it's just like trying to trick that like people are playing these social media games where they're trying to trick mother, they're trying to trick themselves into an opportunity. So it's like, they trying to make it seem like, oh, I'm already living this lit-ass life. So if you want to fuck with me, you got to meet me at my level or higher, blah, blah, blah. When in reality, you took three trips and all you posting is the highlights. You took three trips over the last three years. And, and, and it's, it's just it's weird, but like, the content. that's why I make it such a point to just be like, be my regular self. Be a regular dude. On social media where it's like, you know, the whole job with me going to uh, Abu Dhabi and Dubai. I... 
I, I literally said it on here to the point where your man the other day was like, yo, explain to me how to do this shit with the credit. Like, mm-hmm. I literally told everyone, I'm like, listen, you can buy a flight for $1,300 and do credit card points, upgrade yourself into a business class suite. You That's do not have fact. to pay $16,000 to take this fucking flight. But you know how many motherfuckers would have got in there and been like, rich life, you know, 21, <laughs> can you do something for me? Like, <laughs> niggas would have been in there acting a fucking fool. And 16K for the flight, you bitch ass niggas. Would have called us bitch ass niggas yeah, and everything. Fuck wrong with you, nigga. We out here. We really doing this shit. Oh damn, y'all still at home? That's crazy. <laughs> All that shit. It's it's just it's become so just like it's like people are like pop- this picture. If you not at the World Cup, yeah, <laughs> like that's the antagonistic it's, ass it's, shit. It's, it's, I, I, what I say on here? I got the fuck over there. Jules P and Step had two Rolls Royces waiting for me. I didn't pay for that shit. Right, book that shit. We was going to walk <laughs> as far as I was concerned. Last time I went to Miami, I fucking I had an S580 one day, then I had the, uh, the Cullen in the second day or whatever, and my man hit me and was like, yo, why you ain't hit me up? Like, I ain't even in Miami right now. You could have came and got one of the cars. So you know what I'm doing from now on when I go to Miami? Hitting him up for huh. one of the cars. I'm not paying for nothing. I ain't got to huh. pay for it. The fuck? I ain't got no NBA contract. Everything has become a rich flex. Yes. 21, can you do something <laughs> for me? That's what the fuck has become. Everything. Yeah, these people are exhausting, you know? Literally everything. I told you, I watched somebody at a fucking Sixers game. Somebody who was a little bit known, too. Watched him sit over in whatever the fuck row, the eighth and ninth row. Watched him come down to the fucking floor, take pictures. And then an hour later, I seen the picture on the gram, like, on the wood where it's all good. Niggas need to get their shit. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> Like whoa, yeah, because perception greater than sign reality. So it's like if my if my if the perception is that I'm smoking shit, whatever, whatever, and I got these cool pictures sitting courtside. I had to be sitting courtside because why wouldn't I? Why who like who would who make the that fuck up? Would come down here who the fuck would come down here and just take pictures? Yeah, and, and, nigga, you would. And like, that's why I personally feel as though social media. If y'all are gonna get on here to do this, it should be a cost to it. Because I'll be honest with you, and I said, it's funny that we're having this conversation because I swear to God, I said it today. Jules is asking about, he's like, are you ever come back to Twitter? I'm like, fuck no. And I'm like, I'll be honest with you. If it wasn't for the podcast, I'd be, I, I, like, I'm not trying to be funny. And th- this is just as real as I could be. My social media days would be absolutely done. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care for it anymore. I hate the access part of it. Like, like, I, like I'm not trying, I want to be Patrick Antonius. Like that shit, we talked about the other day on the, on yeah. the Patreon. Like, I want to go play poker. For $2 million every day and nobody know who the fuck I am. That's what I want. I want to be with my friends, my family, and enjoy my cool-ass monster trucks. That's it. That's all I want to do. I don't give a fuck about being on the scoop hall. I don't give a fuck about being on this. I I really don't. Because nine times out of ten, I'm going to just keep it a buck with you. These motherfuckers don't really be on shit. They just be in the mix of shit. That's it, and I I never was in the mix of shit person. We I had a <clears throat> we had a call with somebody that was supposed to be like some for, sort of PR specialist, some PR giant or whatever. That literally basically told us the key to success was like being in the mix get and dicky, get close to niggas and take pictures. That's what she said. I'm just like I wanted to be like you stupid bitch. Yo, like I I couldn't believe. Like I was, he was like, yeah, cause this going on and this and this and this and this, and I'm like, well, y'all was just there, I was here, da, da, da. but did you take pictures? <laughs> Man, I, I just—it's like you, like you're advising people to go be professional dick eaters. 
Yeah, just yeah. fly around the country on your own dime and dick eat and take pictures. I, I at times just question like what makes people even want to do it to begin with. Where it's like when you get to where all your personal business is just out and just and, and like, I, I in I, all capitals all your business. It's it just you know I nah. <sighs> if I could tomorrow, I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. Me and Dunbar had these conversations. We talk about like what's our number, you know. And I know what my number is. And if my number ever shows up, I love you. I really do. You're like one of my best friends. You on your own with this podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I'm, I'm done. I have dreams of retiring and just vanishing. Yeah. I have dreams about that all the time. That's what I want more than anything. I don't want to be, you know, uh, Matt's annual f- comedy show at the <laughs> Leah Chorus. Like, no, I don't want to be none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I've given up on that. I, I, and I don't know what that is. Like, Drake said on the new joint, I'm an anti-social socialite. You know, I, whatever. That's kind of how I feel about all of it. Yeah. But I personally feel like where social media has gotten to now, where everybody's trying to, like, manifest this thing you should be paying for this. Because I personally feel, because we seen y'all at Target the other day. Yeah. I know $35 would slow a lot of y'all down. Real shit. Seriously. Y'all phones be getting cut off all the time. I know 35 <laughs> I know for a fact 35 would slow you. It would stop you dead in your tracks. Yeah, like, uh, in the last week, man, just with social media and just, like, the negativity and the posturing and all the bullshit. I've unfollowed so many people, so many blog sites and shit like that. Like I can't be bothered. Like say cheese. So I love you, Sean. I can't, I can't do it, bro. Like y'all have crafted the worst comments online. Like it's worse than world star comments. Like, like we like, let, let's just go there. Cause you, you always have this thing that you say, and it's one of the Jones for, for Patreon, one of the questions, but we can do it a little bit deeper over there. Yeah. Black people have cornered the market on drama, trauma, and bullshit. Yep. We, and, and I I at times just be, like, lost as to how it even got like this. Like, how did y'all get so good at just being on nut shit? Just negative bullshit. And, and a lot of it stems from, like you said, these, these blogs, these nigga blogs, where you they know what they're doing when they post this picture of Phaedra or this Nene Leaks or, or Safari or Nicki Minaj or this per- They know what they're doing. And then you see it's 27,000 comments of people that all have more than two children. Mm-hmm. So you got 80,000 children <laughs> who are at the fucking behest of these 27,000 <laughs> Retarded adults, yeah. And it's just like, yo, this is a whole entire demographic of people who are just lost. Yeah, man. and then you have my favorite... When I say favorite, I'm being sarcastic. My favorite segment of the nigger comment section, which are the pocket watchers, the broke niggas that sitting here telling rich people that they made a mistake or they shouldn't have did. And I'm just like, you have no money. You don't have a car. No bitches want to fuck you. You live in your mother's basement. Like, how the fuck you going to tell Future he made a bad deal? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, if I was him, I wouldn't have did that. And all the niggas that's telling you what you would, what they would have did if they was you. You don't have a job. Yeah. You don't shower frequently. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
the my the Joe in the last three days, niggas arguing, <laughs> niggas niggas argue Roddy Rich down for the last three days about oh, the fact that he because he said in an interview he get five hundred k for a show. Oh man, them, that nigga capping that nigga full of shit. You bitch ass nigga, you pussy ass nigga. You ain't getting no five hundred thousand nigga. If a nigga did give it to you, all you gonna do is perform the box four times. You bitch ass nigga. They called this nigga. <laughs> they called this nigga every. They called this nigga everything but his government name, dog. So you know what Roddy did? That's how niggas talk when they be hating. You know what he said? You know what Roddy did? What? Posted a contract. Governor's ball. Booked November 2021. Show date June 5th. $500,000 $500,000 contracted rate, $50,000 deposit, $450,000 due two days after they reconciled the books. Da, 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 da. You know what niggas turned into? Oh, he don't get that all the time. <laughs> and it's just like, you can't please you niggas. Oh, post another. What he supposed to do? Post every single contract he ever got. Like, I'm just like, yo. It's- and, you, and you're doing this for people who don't have 500000 anything. Don't have five hundred thousand uh 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 FTT tokens. Yeah, yeah. Sh- showers logs. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like fool. It's like yo, you can't you can't please these niggas. Like five hundred thousand. It, it, it turned it turned <laughs> into it turned into oh uh he don't get that all the time. And well, what am I supposed to do with this information? It's like yo, y'all just called this nigga a liar for three days in a row. That's funny as shit. And then the nigga posts a contract, and it's like, well, I mean, like, I mean, even the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. It's like, it's like, yo, fuck you niggas. Like, I hate all you niggas, yo. I'm going to be honest with you. I was having a conversation the other day. I was, I, I stopped listening to niggas like seven years ago. And my life has drastically improved. Yeah. I, it like, and that, you know, I, I hate to be that guy and just say it that frank. But, yeah, when you can start to detach yourself a little bit and start focusing on other things and listening to other people and seeing, like, we just t- talked about FIFA and we talked about the Qatari nationals and the way they did this, that, and the third. Qatari straight dropped their nuts on the entire world. Yeah. South Africa spent three bill. Russia spent 10 bill. Qatari, like, well, check this out. We're going to completely redesign a desert behind this <laughs> shit. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to create uh, infrastructure where there is none. Clean sleep. Dog, you know how many fucking arenas Qatar had already? Three. Because, like, they had the track and field event, yeah, the yeah, tennis yeah. zone or whatever. They had three arenas. You know how many they have right now for the World Cup? Ten. Damn. They built seven new arenas. Jules was like, <laughs> yo, the, the second game he went to was in a new arena. He's like, it's insanity, dog. It's insane. It's insane. Like, they literally got, like, Jones with uh, the, the uh, what was the Tupac shit at Coachella? Oh, the holograms. Holograms shit. and shit. It's just like, it's, it's insanity. They built 10 new stadiums. They built hotels for all the fucking guests and people to stay at. None of them hotels were there. Yeah. They spent $220 billion. $220 billion for this. The prince who was the head of the committee who was trying to get the shit together, he never even watched a World Cup game. That nigga was in the fucking joint when David Beckham walked in and everybody went crazy. He told the publicist, yo, why I ain't get that reception? Because <laughs> you're not David fucking Beckham. <laughs> like, that nigga ain't got no paper like me. <laughs> yeah, right. Broke ass nigga. <laughs> Broke ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think the Prince of Qatar is ever going to be on the Scoop Hall page? Fuck no. Most motherfuckers don't even know who he is. And he yeah. the Prince of goddamn Qatar. Straight up. And you, you just realize it's like, yo, after a while, you just kind of got to, like, get out of this shit. 
Yeah, you got to change your vibrations. You got to change your surroundings. You got to change the things you indulge in. And it's like I took a small step this week by unfollowing these blog pages and all of that shit because I want to manicure my vision. And it's like I'm I'm trying to like I was only following them to keep up with like you know, news and topics and stuff like that. But it's like, yo, going forward, we're about to, spoiler alert, we're about to rearrange the whole format of this motherfucking show going forward. Right. Y'all going to be seeing some different faces up this show. Y'all going to be seeing some business owners and, you know, different behind-the-scenes people. And these, these conversations about to change because I'm trying to end up on, on Showtime like Jesus and Meryl. Yep. Like, I'm not going to keep indulging in this nigger nonsense and then end up on now that's what I call TV. Like, I'm not doing that shit. So... Yeah, it's just like, yo, it's like niggas are exhausting, yo. And they've cornered the market on just being generally fucking annoying. And they're unapologetic about it. They don't care. A nigga argue down all day. You know why? Because he don't got shit going on. Nope. Every time his alerts go, he got alerts, post notifications, everything turned on. Every time his alerts go off, he's right back at you. I have nothing better to do but argue you the fuck down. Shit is crazy, man. Like, you niggas are miserable. And it's like, yo... This is why black people don't have nothing. Because you know why? Y'all got too much fucking free time on y'all fucking hands. Y'all don't fucking, y'all don't have no discipline. Y'all don't work enough. Y'all don't have no passion. Y'all don't believe in shit. A whole generation of fucking losers that just want to sit on the internet and debate all fucking day about nothing. And if you do have a job, you had a bullshit ass job where you ain't doing nothing that ain't fucking uh, mentally or, or, or physically stimulating. If so, you wouldn't have so much motherfucking time to debate niggas on the internet. I used to question it. And I, I haven't like looked at this shit in a while, but I used to question it often when I would see like the same people in every comment yeah. section that you are a weirdo or every comment section that sawed had or every comment section that the, the, uh, yeah, they got the, the, they got the, the post notifications turned on. Yeah. And it, you can see, and this is the crazy, but you can see the, the, the actuality of them trying to go like viral yeah. or trying every to get time. the moment or trying to get the, the, the one comment. Yeah. The 3000 likes when they comment. <clears throat> yeah. It, it, and I, I just, Motherfuckers goals in life is to end up on comment creeping on the shade room. Yeah. You a fucking loser. Yeah, it's bad. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I think charging would clean all this shit. Yeah. yeah. Limit niggas access. Cause essentially what social media forty nine ninety nine a month. I was gonna go higher. Like <laughs> seriously, you got forty nine ninety nine a month. Essentially what social media has become, especially in the urban, it's become like section eight. Where it's yeah. like, you don't care about it, ain't your house. That's why motherfuckers are destroying <laughs> cribs and shit. They like, don't care about it, ain't your house. Seriously, I, I know somebody who put a crib in Section 8. And they, they, when I tell you, I'm like, there's no way human beings lived in this house. When I saw the pictures and yeah. shit, I said, no, nah, like, they had to, like, moved out and Sub leased it to aliens. <laughs> 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 Fucking predator cousins or something. My man Ro was like, no, nah, they moved out and left the doors open. And wolves <laughs> came in that jail. Like, it's no way human beings. Like, why is the carpet ripped up off the steps? Like, going from first floor to the second nah, floor? Yeah. Like, why is the carpet off the steps? Like, it was ripped at the scenes. Like, you, you niggas hard on the house, boy. Like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. Bathroom, the, the, the sink faucet was gone. 
gonna take that with us. Like, what the fuck happened? This? I told you, Nate said when he rented, the, he had the room. He's like, he kicked the two chicks out because they was fighting. He said the 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 neighbor, the the other person who lived in the in the house, called him was like, yo, you you need a new front door. The chick took the door. <laughs> and he like, what? He was like, yeah, that nigga was like, I come out the crib. They putting all that shit in the crib. The bitch was holding the door on the roof. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hear Nate tell the story, yo. I'll tell you who the fucking, fucking cry, yo. Dog, they said he came there. He was ready to fight the bitch. He was like, the cops showed up and they all know him. You know, he like yeah. run the whole shit out there. He was like, yo, man, like you gotta calm down, man. And he was like, he said, like, the cops got me. They talking to me. He's like, the bitch, she mind you, she wanted them real, you know, they uh the 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 improper term for for the manly lesbians. <laughs> I don't want to say it. He's like, the bitch got on a wife beater and phone posit. <laughs> she on the porch. Yeah, nigga, you bitch. <laughs> um, he said the cops like, yo, man, just let them get their shit and leave. You know what I'm saying? Let him. He like, all right, cool. They go, whatever. Nate was like, I go. I chill. I go to the bar. Like, whatever. I ain't stressing it. He said the motherfucker called me like, yeah, man, you need to get a new door. He's like, fuck you talking about? <laughs> no, they took the door when they left. Bitch <laughs> took the front door off the house. Taking somebody's door is insanity. You I ain't gonna set the crib on fire. Motherfuckers live here. Oh I'm taking his God. door, though, nigga. Shout out, Nate. That's my nigga, man. <laughs> he, he, you gotta hear him Talk tell the story, man. I mean, I was in stitches. But it's like, yeah, like, just... Those be the motherfuckers that be on the shade room comments. Literally. These are the people you Literally, are doing. Living in a room, stealing doors, <laughs> and then going here and be like, future idiot for selling yeah. this catalog for $75 million. I would have never <laughs> sold my shit for less than $700 million. <laughs> Monster alone is worth $1 billion. Yo, I don't got 70 I'm getting kicked out of this room <laughs> behind that. But I'd have never sold that shit for 70 million. That's what you deal with. Yeah, you ever have a conversation with just somebody on the internet and you make 100% controlled sense? And then they like, fuck you talking about? <laughs> it's like, that, what the fuck you doing here, nigga? Because it, it, we, we, none of this is sense. It's all bullshit. It's all smoke yeah. and mirrors. It's like, I didn't, because their whole thing is, they didn't come here to make sense or to get no clarity. I came here to troll, nigga, and to be annoying. I came here for dumb shit. Yeah. So you making sense don't make sense to me. No. And I'm offended that you that you so tried to sense. make so much sense on me. Yeah. So now it's smoke. Like I and I, I I like it's so funny because you know how you just like get wind of like people business because they don't know how to like keep the shit. Yeah, out everybody of knows everybody's business. Yeah. It, and you be hearing some of the stories of like just absolute chaos going on. And then you see them online with like, you know, out to eat with shark boots on. And you're like, does she know that like it's going down? <laughs> like that shit, it's an amazing skill. Yeah. It's really a skill. And now at the end of the day, I feel like, yo, especially with Instagram, it is more of a highlight reel. And mm -hmm. I, that's what it's turned into. I get that. You know, people don't really come there with their lows. E you know, even me, I went through like real life depression. I went through, you don't necessarily come there and be like, I'm depressed, y'all. Yeah. I'm going through this, y'all, because, you know, you don't know that. So it's more of like a redemption story to be able to tell certain things and show certain things afterwards. But at the same time, at least me, I, I feel like I speak from a place of like humility in 
you know, and I and I I've had moments where like, you know, I've done some things that are pretty cool and some things that are pretty decent. Yeah. But I don't speak like uh like you remember how niggas was like you ain't shit if you don't pay your mama rent, all of that type yeah. shit. And it's like, I went and got my dad a car. I didn't speak from a place like that. I spoke from a place of, man, my dad literally sacrificed his whole life for me and my sisters time and time again. And his car finally went. And here I am in a position to where it's like, yo, I can go ahead and get him something to where it's like, yo, you know, this is a a, a leisure gift for your retirement and your older, right. you you know, you, that way you, you, a sense of independence. So you don't got to rely on nobody, this, that, and the third. Here you go. Right. And it's like that, you know what I mean? Even down to like, Going on trips or you know doing shit, you it's it it's like people can't wait to do something for the twenty one. Can you? It's like for that moment, yeah, to be able to do that and not if if that's what it's gonna be. And it's so blatant that that's what they're doing. If that's when it's gonna be cool, you shouldn't have no problem with paying seventy nine ninety nine. Just go, we're just gonna keep going. Huh? Final number ninety nine ninety nine a month per app. Per app. Yeah, twelve hundred a year. I'm not joking. If you hold if they hold off and made Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter a hundred dollars a month apiece, it would clean up a lot of the dumb shit. Yeah. It would. All the stupid niggas gotta pack it up. All the overly opinionated poor niggas gotta pack it up. Not trying to be funny. Most of these people don't pay their phone bills. Yeah. They got I, Obama phones. Motherfuckers be looking for the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yo, this bus got Wi-Fi on it. <laughs> and this one of the new ones. Like, <laughs> I swear to God. I text my hoe. Yeah. Let this bitch know I'm on the <laughs> way. <laughs> so it's like, yo, if you did that, you would clean up a lot of shit. Just got on the 42. Yo. This the new John with the Wiffy. <laughs> See you in a minute. Meet me at the bus stop. Hate you niggas, man. I hate you niggas so bad. <laughs> That's the dude Joe with the, the whiffy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck wireless fidelity. That's out the window. Whiffy. That's the dude Joe with the whiffy. <laughs> fucking crazy. New Joe with the Wiffy. Shut the hell up, man. <laughs> but that's exactly how they be. Yo, when the new buses came out, every little nigga come, yo, you still got Wi-Fi on it? No. Oh, damn. All right. I thought this was had Wi-Fi on <laughs> No, they got charges I, some, I got some niggas to argue with right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're holding me I up. I got some strangers <laughs> I got to argue with. Nigga just called me a nigga just called me a back room dweller right before I left the crib and shit. I was I was smack dab in the middle of an argument and hit a fucking bus come. Now I can't fucking argue till I get to McDonald's. I had a, I had a good joint typed out for this bitch ass nigga. <laughs> That's real shit. Hey, if I'm not in the wiffy, I can't get my shit off. Told I just taped, I just told this nigga his cologne smell like booty sweat. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> If I'm not in the whiffy, I can't get my <laughs> shit off. And I'm cool. I, I just, I, you know, I've realized it on Twitter. When I, when my followers went from like, like what I was following went from 400 to 200 to 100 to 50 to 32. I'm like, why am I on this junk? Yeah. I don't need to be here. 
That because because I was following you and Daniel Nagano. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is stupid. That's because that's a direct reflection of your user experience. So it's like if you only want to see the opinions of 32 people, that means that you're having a bad user experience. You should just be off the app. Because I realized like every day it was the same exact shit. Yeah. Some find somebody to bid on and bid on them till the sun goes down. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then on them till the sun goes down. That was, that was literally Niggas it. up at 6 a.m. 6.30. Looking for the bid. Looking for the bid. They would find it around 9 o'clock. <laughs> Shit would go crazy. If it got really crazy, around 1 o'clock, Instagram would go down for maintenance. Everybody would show the fuck back <laughs> right. up on Twitter. It would go ham till about 4 o'clock. That's when everybody got to go get their kids. Oh, we bidding off that nigga Nigel? <laughs> Bid on Nigel till about 3.30, 4 o'clock. Go get their kids from school. Come back with the eyes and be like, we still bidding on Nigel? And they'd be like, no, we done. Like, All right, holla at y'all tomorrow. <laughs> It was the same shit every day. <laughs> Dog, I got sick of this shit. Yo, we still been on that. No one was giving up any good ideas for, like, commerce, any good ideas uh, for creationism, nothing. It was just bidding every day. People on the white side of Twitter getting rich. Niggas trading Filthy. stock tips, all kind of shit. The CEO of Binance buried FTX in a week from a tweet. Here y'all is talking about LaShonda and her <laughs> and her son. That is like it just is stupid. That bitch titties longer than Broad Street. Yo. I don't see what he's seeing her. It's insane. But it was hard. fun back in the day when we when it was yeah. going on because we were younger and it was just what it was. But it's like yo, at a certain point, like not trying to be funny. Look at Ao. Supposed to age out of certain shit, man. Ao don't even be on the shit no more. No. Ao was the number one culprit all the time. Ayo got a career. Ayo got a career. <laughs> <laughs> like, sick of you niggas. He like, y'all don't fuck with that Twitter shit. No. Yeah, I saw him the other day in a video. He had on pants. Like, real pants. <laughs> <laughs> Not like yogurts, like sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. Them Scott Steiner pants. No, he had on real slacks. Like, dog, eventually you grow the fuck up. And sometimes it just, it takes longer than, than others. And, that, you know, I'm not knocking that part of it, but it's like, dog, like, Every day, all day. That's all niggas got. Niggas got one gear. Dog. It's people that dead ass get up and go on their social media before they do anything. Yeah, before they brush their teeth, everything. No, I mean like feed the kids. <laughs> I mean like anything. That nigga know how to make peanut butter and jelly. He be Dog. Right. He one of them uncrustables. This is, this, is, this is urban life. Wake up, right? Get your phone. Go to the gram. Hopefully it charged because, you know, the charger a little shaky. Right. Because I need to go to five and below and get a new one. <laughs> Hopefully the phone charge. If the phone acting up, the charge acting up, your phone at 88%. You saw the, I, damn, I ain't, I ain't even had a bean. Okay. Get on Instagram. See who DM'd you. No DM. Nah, nah, this bitch annoying. That, that nigga annoying. That, they go through that shit. Then they go to like, niggas be broke okay or Justin LeBoy and find a gif or a meme right. to post on a story that has no, nothing to do with their actual <laughs> life. But just to post some shit. Yeah, I'm one of them ones, not the two, and all that goofy-ass shit. Then they get up, get in the car, take a selfie of themselves or a picture of their coffee. On It's the same shit. No bullshit. Every day. Somebody the other day was like, yo, you never watch my story. I'm like, I don't watch any of these stories. Yeah, it's, I don't give a fuck about these stories. I think it's ridiculous that as many people watch my shit as they do. But Because I, I don't. I, I, nigga, life is like Groundhog Day. It's the same shit every bro, day. Bro. And it'd be like, at a certain point, yo, it's like, and y'all are on this joint all day, doing all this shit. Nobody ever has any, like, 
group economic ideas no. or none of that shit. And I said it before, when it comes down to group economics, we as black people are falling so far behind because in these other groups, these 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 Jewish groups, these Chinese, these these Thai, these Qatari, England, all, Canadian. They their resources and getting shit done. These people are using quantitative experts and analytic experts to tell them what to do and where to go. But in our community, we don't use any quantitative or analytic experts. You know who we go off of when it comes time to, t- to make decisions on group economics? Cardi B. And Meek Mill, the Migos, Lil Baby. We go off of the niggas we like for the moment. Perfect example, a nigga got y'all to leave your houses the other day on Thanksgiving Day to go to Target when they weren't even open. And you knew it was closed. And you knew it was closed. Patrick Antonius couldn't have said that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. Patrick Antonius could have told y'all to come to an open Target and y'all wouldn't have came. Ain't that crazy? That's a white devil. He lying. He ain't getting us nothing. We gonna show up. He ain't even gonna be there. It's deep as fuck when you really think about it. Like just how far uh, down n- the nigga jaw, life, how far down the jaw it's going and it's gonna be. It, it's, I, I, what's this shit gonna be like in twenty thirty years? And, it's, and the saddest part is we got two point seven trillion a year in, in total spending power when you add up the whole, uh, you know, Black American economy. And it's just like we just give our bread away. We misuse it. We just Yo, give it away. Gucci made that sweater. Niggas was offended. Niggas was sick. Niggas was outraged for thirty days. Ti said we boycotting for thirty days. <laughs> thirty days. We will be back. I don't want to see Nair Double G. I don't want to see no them little bees. None y'all of that. Gonna for learn, 30 days. Y'all going to learn your lesson this time for 30 days. <laughs> and we will be back. And, y'all and boy, better what, have and boy, what we back. And y'all better have a stock shell when we get back. We're <laughs> <laughs> a fucking joke, man. That's an absolute fucking joke. And then you say this shit, and you got people that are like, oh, why are you so hard? And it'd be like, dog. Like y'all so soft on yourself. Somebody gotta be hard on you, nigga. Somebody gotta put boot the ass and be like, yo, and give you that wake up kick of like, yo, you doing this wrong. But niggas and accountability is like fucking oil and water. Like they don't, they are just completely trying to just duck accountability at every fucking turn. They don't want to be responsible for nothing. They don't want to be responsible for their kids. They don't want to be responsible for no fucking financial viability. They don't want to be held to no standard. That's why I fucking all these motherfuckers on Section 8 or some sort of subsidized housing because they don't want to be responsible for shit. <laughs> you know what I, I seen the other day was a TikTok joke. was like, um, remember how we talked about when niggas get too high and they start saying stupid shit? Yeah, it yeah. was like when the, when the kush start really taking your mind somewhere else, this man was like... <sighs> Oil and water don't mix, right? And he was like, no. Nah. He was like, if you want a ship that's about to drown, cover yourself in oil. <laughs> that way you won't drown. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas show is creative for I, a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. I was dying off of that. Cover yourself in oil. Cover so yourself you in oil, drown. you won't drown. But yeah, man, it, it's, it could go on for that. That's a conversation that just could go on for like months. Honestly, because I it's it's just so much that's and just the thing like, and the and the most annoying part of it is all of that shit we just talked about that's preventing people from making real progress in life and actually doing something productive and all of that, it's all like 
categorized under this veil of like, oh, we just having fun. And it's like, at what point is you niggas going to stop having fun and get fucking serious? Oh. When are you going to cut off the love cut Jones? Cut off the love and Jones. Get I was fucking say, serious. Cut off the love Jones and get serious. When does that happen? Yeah. Because niggas that's 61 is indulging in the same shit as niggas that's 21. So it's like, at what, what point in that 40 year spread do niggas get serious? Or start taking fucking, you know what I'm saying, life for what the fuck it is and realize, like, your time is running out. What point is that? It ain't no point. I don't think that that is a thought for most people. It's not a thought. It's not on the radar. It's not on the agenda. You know what? what, It's crazy to say this, but me and you had a conversation the other day, and it was just, like, so, I don't want to say refreshing, but it was just, like, damn, that was, and do you remember what conversation I'm talking about? When we talked about life insurance. Oh, yeah. You'd be surprised how many, like, black young men don't even <laughs> have that conversation with each other. Bro, do you got enough life insurance? Uh, I got Ooh, multiple policies. Do, do you got this? Do you got this policy? What about this, John, where you can borrow against and da-da-da-da? Me and Kev the other day, shout out Kev, we had a whole conversation about health insurance yeah. and the difference between needing referrals and going with this option because this and You'd be surprised how many motherfuckers. I, I know motherfuckers out here that be moving around with no insurance for years. Yeah. Just moving around. Man, when I left my uh, when I left uh, ADP or whatever, the first thing I did was go to a health place, market, health insurance marketplace, and get situated. The first thing I did, mm-hmm. like, because you don't know what's going to fucking happen. And then when you a black male, you susceptible to all kind of other shit that you don't even be knowing about and family history and genealogy and all that bullshit. Better make sure you got motherfucking health insurance. Like. I'm not joking. Like, no bullshit. You can go get the average person. And I'm not talking about, like, no high level, low level. Just the average motherfucker. Sit them down and ask them questions about life insurance, health insurance. They're not going to have a clue. No. You'd be surprised how many motherfuckers would just be like, oh, no, I got the drone from my job. Who's it from? What are the fucking policies? Right. Uh, uh, what, what are the requirements? Yeah, what's the terms? What are the terms? Who's the beneficiary? What is the percentage breakdown? How long does it take? This, like, it, they don't know. They don't have a clue. Just, man, I don't know, whatever. That shit is, but this is someone who turn around and have influence over people. Yeah. And people will listen to this person and be like, no, OG a real one. It'd be like, OG's a fucking idiot, man. He's a fucking bozo. OG is an, is an idiot. And shit, it's like, you know, when I talk to people about, like, financial uh, f- financial health and, like, financial responsibility and shit like that, I tell them, like, listen, if you ain't going to pay nothing, pay your insurances. Yeah. Like if you you gonna pay your rent late, you you gonna skip a payment here and there on your car note, whatever. Pay the insurance though, yep. because if some shit go down, you want to make sure that your fucking asset is covered, and it ain't no bigger asset than you. you. So make sure that your body is motherfucking covered in the event that something happened to you. I got a, I got a, I got addendums on addendums to my motherfucking uh, life insurance policy. My brother and my nephew get this much. My girl get this much. I got a whole nother policy. For these people over here, like I got over two hundred, I got close to three hundred thousand dollars in total uh, life insurance, whole life, like mm-hmm. not even that term shit or whatever the case may be, whole life and fucking insurance policies, like multiple policies that's divvied up to different people and shit like that. Because if you live life the right way, you're supposed to leave people an economic windfall when you mm-hmm. go, not with a big ass burden. Yeah, you're not supposed to give people a headache. The moment yeah, you die yeah. My, I have a funeral uh, addendum. I'm, I'm getting a janazza. Y'all going to wrap me in, go clean my body, wrap me in a sheet, and drop me in the ground. It's done. It's yeah. over. That's going to be real inexpensive. So they're going to cut y'all a check for that. Then you got this. I got, I got accidental I got a, death policy. That, I got a funeral addendum too. Yeah. yeah. I got right. an accidental death policy. Like, all of that's separate. Y'all still get y'all full amount of 
the actual policy itself. If, if shit go left, like yeah, it just it, the the the. The people we follow in our culture for Lee, I at times just be like, how? Yeah. Like, how? Like, this, what? And that's not me hating. It's really just me like, yo, I, like, I've, I've spoken with this person. It's not that bright. Yeah. And I, I don't profess to be the, a genius or no shit by any means, but it's like, how did we get to where we're listening to this motherfucker because he dunked on Nene Hilario? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we taking life advice yeah. from this motherfucker, man? Because we idolize the wrong shit. Think about it. A nigga will come to the NBA, right? Become the man in his city to where it's like motherfuckers like looking up to you and want to be like you and this and the third. Then in 12 years, when him being fiscally irresponsible done fucking court up to him, and now he's on ESPN 30 for 30 broke, the motherfuckers like, bro, a loser, da 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 be like, but y'all listened to him for 15 years. Yeah. Y'all were making moves based off of this man for 15 years. Yep. So who's really the psycho in this situation? Well, I mean, I mean, he had the bag, so like. That's what it be. Who got the bag? That's where we. That's who we listening to, and that and it does not matter who it is or what. I mean, I seen bro with four Cubans on in the club. It's like I don't got no Cubans on, so it's like why wouldn't I listen to bro? Like you think it's shocking that Joe Biden sat down and did an interview with Cardi B? No, fuck no. You know you you stupid ass niggas only listen to entertainers and athletes. That nigga had two chains come out and do a (laughs) I'm different at the gym. Yeah, he said uh. The reason why I got behind these candidates is because they are different. I pride myself on being different. I'm like, I know he's not about to do it. You better fucking not. Then I heard that ding, doo, doo, doo. I said, oh, no, he's not. And start performing, I'm different. I said, yo, 2 chains is a fucking clown, hey, yo. Man, it's bad. But we'd be here all day with that. I'm not going down this hole again. At least today. <laughs> uh, we about to go to Patreon, man. Handle some of these VIP uh, users submitted questions. Yes, y'all got indeed. busy like y'all always do with the questions. And uh, you're not on Patreon. Get, get your ass on Patreon. Uh, the month is about to turn over, so get a nice clean break. Sign up on the 30th. Then on the 1st, you, you know what I'm saying? You get all the back content, 30, 29th, 30th, and then you get all your fresh content going forward. You know what I'm saying? We've been doing a better job of pacing the Patreon and all of that week to week, making sure people get what they're supposed to get every Absolutely. couple of days or whatever like that. But yeah, uh, patreon.com slash Oh, we got to send out a couple merch joints too. Okay. For people who didn't get merch or whatever, okay. hit, hit the uh, message joint. I'm going to tell you that we got, I'm going to print them labels this week and box that oh, shit. Oh, motherfuckers up. that's trying to cash in a six month ago offer? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, but people who didn't get it, I told them we would hit them. You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, they, there's a couple people we're going to get them joined. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, we out of here. Holla at y'all next Monday. Peace. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.